and welcome to episode 111 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, I've got Sheepdog, Anna and Bouncy. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello, everyone. No, it's not. It was last week. Yeah. So 110 was the multiple of 11. That's not a multiple. Right, it was a multiple of 11. It's got to be an 11 times table. Yeah. We did have a chart on the wall, but we only got one that went to 10 because somebody was here. Yeah. Are we going to let Bouncy say hello? Hello. Oh, there he is. There. I, he's feeling bad because of how he's basically ruined our iTunes page this week with his bullshit. I wouldn't say he's uh, ruined it. It was excellent. I, was, I would say that it's been enhanced with the advent. And not just iTunes page. I've had people creating photos with bears on it. I've had one guy who mocked up a T-shirt that could go into production. Um, I did notice that your Facebook profile picture now is basically a photograph of me. I'm yeah, not You can't tell out. you're in it. You're Either of you. It's me fighting a bear is your profile no, picture. you in the background while I'm uppercutting a bear. The only face that can be seen is mine. You can't how, see your face, Bouncy. How many bears are there in that picture? One. One bear. Right. Because it's the, we fought the bear minimum. There are sections of society that consider me a bit of a bear. Yeah, well, there are sections of society that also suffer blindness, and generally the two correlate quite accurately. Interesting. I think you need to um, black out all the background of that, such as you and the bear bouncy. Racist. At the moment, it just looks like Kev. I'm not, I'm not blacking up my Facebook profile for your amusement. It, it just, just looks, looks like, like I'm punching Al Jolson in the chin. But I look at that and think, oh, Kev's changed his name to Nathan. And I am starting to suspect that some of my students are friends with you on Facebook because one of them came to me with that photo just after you changed your Facebook profile picture saying, look, here's you fighting a bear. Oh, what do you know? Your students are friends with me on Facebook. Yeah, which is worrying. worrying, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's very worrying and could get you in jail and me sacked. Oh. Being friends with someone on Facebook is not a criminal offence. Uh, means if you start showing them bear pictures. <laughs> I didn't show them. I put it up there for somebody to look at. If uh, they choose to look at a picture of you next to a bear. And anyway, I've been pondering this question this week. Surely the bear minimum is two, because otherwise, once that one dies, that's it. Bears are done. You need two so you can have reproduction. No, because that, that wouldn't be the bare minimum. The bare minimum is one. It's not sustainable. But then it becomes the zero. Susta- the sustainable minimum is one, is two. But even then, genetics would mean they'd all die out due to massive inbreeding. So the sustainable genetic minimum would probably be about 75. So the joke should be, what's the sustainable, genetically acceptable minimum? 75 bears. And then boom, boom, T-shirts made, everyone's happy. No, one bear plus whatever the mutant the, the thing it was the mutant offspring of would count the dinosaur yeah one bear and all the dinosaurs prehistoric bears yeah that should be the answer boom boom on the t-shirt yeah it's better than the original one one bear and a velociraptor basically yeah that's probably how it all started is that how it all began? are you suggesting that velociraptors evolved into bears something like that mate circle life to the sunrise sunset theory of birds Sunrise, what, birds sunset. turned into bears? Dinosaurs turned into birds. And what turned into bears? And what happened to the pterodactyls? Of the bears. Well, what do you mean other bears? Where did those bears come from? Bear eggs? What are you <laughs> saying? Original uh, protoplasmic bacterium. Is what what, so it went bacteria, from. bear. Nothing in between in your world. No, no. They went bacteria, 
into aquatic creature, into crawling on land creature, and then diverging outwards based on geographic location and everything else. It's a very complicated matter that cannot be explained just by going, well, what came before bear? Walruses. But bottom line, you think bears just hatched out of eggs one day. <laughs> you absolute didn't. moron. They're, they're live birth animals, so they would never have hatched out of an egg. Oh, I've got bear eggs. Yeah. Bear eggs for everybody. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about badgers laying eggs. Right. And, uh, and I thought, that's quite a funny joke, because obviously badgers don't lay eggs. They don't. And they what? suggested that after the badger had been hit by a car, it was a question about, should, when, could you eat roadkill? Should you eat roadkill? And if you were, how would you know it was fresh? So, here's my question. How would you know that a dead badger on the side of the road has been clipped by a car and he's dead? How would you know it's fresh enough to eat? Well, I imagine what a white fur would be quite clean. Nope. Because it could have been rained on recently. <laughs> I had a sniff of it. There's then. one very clear thing that you can look at. Is it breathing? Has it laid an egg recently? Oh, you want to look if it's got fleas. If it's got fleas, then they're still drinking from Ooh, a delicious. supply. If it's got flies or maggots or invasive insects, it's not fresh. And they were saying that um, they'd prefer to eat an egg than a badger. And then they suggested that maybe the badger would get so surprised it laid a shock egg. Were you listening to a podcast or were you listening to me and Kev talk in the car? Because we've had a lot of conversations about badger licking live. Fox Uh, licking live. Was it fox licking live? No, it was badger licking live. I remember it being full of innuendo. Fox licking I yeah. promise you it was fox licking. I know it was a dead fox that started the whole yeah. conversation, but I thought we'd come up with badger licking live because it sounded dirty. And we thought we'd get the 14-year-olds oh, watching it on Channel 4. And when they tuned in, it was just, what would you do for 100 quid? We had to have a... Um, we had to have a... As part of a, a personal development lesson at school the other day, we were asked to have a debate of some kind. And my debate subject was, with my form... Um, how much they would need to be paid to lick a dead fox? Because it's the only thing I could think of. Anna, would you do it for hundred quid? A lick a fox. We're talking about a dead yeah. fox. Thousand would you pounds. rather? In fact, this was this. This was the question it boiled down to. Would you rather lick a live fox or a dead fox? Even though it might bite you. That's weird. On the face. What about yeah. five thousand pounds? Let me ask a question. If you're licking the fox. Is it a lick which glances the fur, or does it have to be a lick that goes across the skin bed of the fox? No, you're just licking it. They're just on the external... Like you're licking an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, just flicking your tongue through the fox's dead, matted, blood-ridden hair. No, this particular fox is leathery on the Did we just get his price? What was your price? I'll do that for 100 quid. 100 quid? Excellent, Anna. tongue through some dirty air. 5,000 pounds. We're basically auditioning this show. Channel 5, I hope you're listening. Anna, 5,000 pounds to lick this fox. See, my my, uh, vision for the show is we have the audience in there. They're all basically students and poor people. We we drag out this rotting, leathery-looking fox corpse, and we say... It's like storage hunters. We say... I got £8,000, do all that. Yeah. And the people just sit down until they're, you know, they're not doing it for that price. And whoever's left standing wins Gets the price the if they lick the fox. Yeah. What about £10,000? Would you lick a dead fox for ten grand? I think you would. I bet you I'd would eat, if it was I'd there. eat a dead fox's leg for ten grand. Yeah. Exactly. What about like, £50,000? 
Uh, right, okay, we're getting there now. So now we've whittled it down, we can start getting it down to the actual price. Yeah. Um, I reckon if we put 75 grand on the table now, we'd look, next time we looked up, she'd have a fox in ML. <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't even be the fox we wanted her to lick. She'd have gone and found <laughs> one in the time it took us to get the 75 grand onto the table. She's got foxtails coming out of her ears. Now, it wouldn't just be week after week we roll out a dead fox. <laughs> There'd be other challenges. You know, we'd, we'd come up with new and disgusting ideas. And because it's students, the programme wouldn't cost more than a ten at a run. Right. The prize would be £5.50 face it. to be on telly. Let's face it, it relies on what we found at the side of the road that week. <laughs> yeah, this is a game. It's called Fox Licking Live. Badger Licking Live. You Badger... keep missing the innuendo. <laughs> Badger Licking Live, and it's going to be on Channel 5 between 11 Channel 4, that was. Was it? I thought it was Channel 5. Channel 4. You're forgetting all our... Pl- the Greek. We've got 5 because we're not that trashy. If, if you want to turn it around to be more gaming related, you could also do it with a, a heavily used Wii Fit balance board licking live. You'd have to lick it to the point in which it registered at least one stone in weight on, this guy, on the screen. But sense. at the same time, it would be encrusted with callous-ridden foot oh, odour. I was <laughs> just taking her headphones off. Fifty thousand pounds, Anna. Seventy-five thousand pounds. Quarter of a million. You'd do it for quarter of a million. You'd rather lick a decoated fox corpse than the Veruca-ridden Wii Fit Balance Ball of Doom. Veruca-ridden. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shall we get um, on with the rest of the show? Yeah, let's go on. So, Sheepdog, what have you been playing this week then, little fella? I think that conversation set the tone for what I've been playing this week. Um, I've What, spent... you've been playing Badger Licking Live? <laughs> no, I spent my week uh, playing South Park Stick of Truth. I, I mentioned it in brief last week. I didn't really go into much detail because I only really played like three or four hours of it, um, which was enough to kind of get a feel for the game and say it was awesome. But I love this game so much. Um, it's like a really long episode of South Park, which oh, is good. great in itself. Um, but it's just, they're so good at taking a genre and just ripping the shit out of it. And they do it for so many different genres. It's not just a fantasy game. Um, it's got sci-fi. It's got, I think now mystery bits to it. Um, it references everything they've ever done in the program in some way or another, which is amazing. That must've taken them bloody age to sort out. Obviously it's a comedy. Um, it's just so clever. It's so, so clever. And I always feel bad that it gets written off as something that's just a... The annoying thing is it gets written off as something that's just fart jokes. And it frustrates me that their advert... Their advert was just a fart joke. And there was a scene I had to do yesterday that was just a fart joke. And your character has moves that are just farts. But it's so, 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 so much more than just fart jokes. Um, There's so many... There's actual poo jokes sometimes as well. Um, And I feel like they constantly sell themselves short. It seems like such a shame that they do it because it's hilarious and it's brilliant. And it's actually a really good RPG. Um, It's got so many good little features that, like, when you're playing it, you can... So when I'm playing Final Fantasy or whatever RPG, um, it's annoying that you have to waste the whole move healing and doing other things. In this, you can... Like, I don't know, say you're dying and you want to revive someone, you can do that and still attack. You can swap out characters whenever you want, depending on the fight, which I don't know if, like, some RPGs allow you to do that, but most of them rigidly stick you to your team and you're kind of like, ugh. Um, 
I've picked, you know, I've got, I like that they've got really good moves. It's really clever. They all fit in. Um, I've played just a Jew class. I said that before, because it's just South Park trying to be funny with their, uh, they always have a bit of a joke about the Jews, which is a bit harsh, but it's quite funny. Um, the way they've handled it, it's not too, uh, it's not too bad. Um, it just keeps coming up with some outrageous, outrageous baddies in it. That, um, I'll be fine. I can't, the thing is, I don't want to spoil anything because there's a lot of times in this where you'll get into a battle and I'll be like, did he just say what I think he just said? Is that, is he talking in the language I think he's talking in? Wait a minute. I know what's going on here. And then later on in the story, they'll reveal something like about what you're fighting or what you're doing. And it'll just, they'll just be coming out the most hilarious kind of, they've, they've picked a, a baddie and then they've just added another word to the front of that name. And it's just made it a whole different type of thing entirely. Um, if you are a fan of the show, you'll love it. Get it. Don't even think about it. Just get it. Go and do it. If you're not a fan of the show particularly, I think it's well worth a play either way. That's a good game. Um, I reckon it will still make you laugh because it's a funny game. Um, it's just so There's no such thing as a funny game. This is funny. Seriously funny. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and, I mean, I hate it when games make you just run errands. It pisses me off. Um, but this this has asked me to do things that isn't annoying me because it's making me laugh along the way and it's actually giving me story along the way and entertaining me on the way. Um, I find myself wandering around South Park doing extra little bits here and there when normally I'd be fast travelling everywhere. But I haven't even bothered fast travelling. Um, well, I have a little bit because you have to do it. You, basically, while you're wandering around, you unlock Facebook friends. So you're basically meeting everyone from the programme that every character has ever really been. Um, and you're just part of the side like one of the side challenges of it sort of thing is to try and get all of the facebook friends on your account or whatever their account's called on there but um i'm finding myself sort of mildly addicted to doing that now like i'll see someone wandering the street and i'll be chasing after him trying to see if i can add them to my facebook list um it just gives you little benefits and extra bits and extra add-ons um some of the weapons are a bit rude but quite funny and it's just, oh, it's just a really good game. I can't really, I can't really think of what to say because I don't want to spoil bits because I think a lot of it relies on you realizing what's going on or thinking about something and just suddenly getting the joke and be like, oh, that's fantastic. Um, then me just sort of telling you, oh, there's this bit to look out for. That would kill it. But on the forum, everyone seems to be raving about it and loving it, and it is really good. Um, there seems to be like, my mate's just completed it. He was telling me he only had thirty-seven percent of the game completed. It seems like it's got a lot more to it that I didn't really, you know, I've been doing extra bits that as I go along, but he said he's got a good sort of, what's that, 48, uh, 43%, sorry. No, Mass is terrible, 63. Mass, Whatever it was. I forgot what I said. What number did I say? 37. 37. So it'd Here be 63. <laughs> um, well done. I forgot what number I said, so I was trying to backtrack. 63% of the game that he hasn't even touched when he's completed it is pretty decent, to be fair. Um, I know we had that with Lego Marvel. It was like 20% of the way through you'd completed it and things like that. That annoys me about games. When I finish the game, I want to have done it all. I don't want there to be loads of stuff you, well, that I'm never going to see. Around, surely. I don't want to have £25 of the content I never get to look at. I want it all as part of the main story. Oh, I hate the world. <laughs> games are getting stupid. They're getting too long. But they're trying games to encourage you be... to get your money's worth and replay them. No, right? my money's worth is six hours of brilliant entertainment and then never having to touch it again. Which is 12 That's hours all of I have time for. Yeah, but then I've got that nagging feeling of, yeah, there's another 18 hours on there, but I ain't going to play it. Well, play the 12 hours and I think you'd love it. Nah. Really South Park doesn't appeal. Bouncy, why aren't you going on about how great this is? Because I haven't played it yet. Mm. Uh, but 
I have no doubt whatsoever it is going to be good, and I'm, I am looking forward to eventually playing it. Um, I think I talked last week about possibly borrowing it off Steve. I don't remember whether I did or not. No, I wouldn't, I don't I remember wouldn't if bother did, doing that. He, um, he never lends people games. Yeah, he does. He does. No, he doesn't lend me I, um, games. I borrowed his children the other day so I could get into Legoland for half price. Scared me, didn't you? So I could play on them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Jesus. I was about to like t- take my headphones off thinking you were going to be really wrong, but okay. Um, to go to Legoland, that's fair enough. Well, you can, you can yeah. get them vouchers, don't you, where you get in free if you've got an adult with you. But, um, so I wanted to get half price tickets, so the kids paid half, and I paid the other half. <laughs> half price Legoland! <laughs> right, eh? But, um, yeah, I think you'd really like it, uh, Bouncy. I, I don't know if Kev's not into that. Uh, yeah, South, South Park. Park's well, boring. The only it's thing that would, would kind of, the only thing that held me back from buying it outright is I'm not a huge fan of RPGs. And that's the one, if, it, if a game comes out and it's brand new and it's full retail price, I have to really want every aspect of the game. What I want is to play a really good South Park game, and yeah. on all fronts, that seems to be what it is. Finally. But it's not the sort of game that I'd probably want to own long-term as is. So that's the only reason I kind of held off. Um, uh, yeah, like this week, I've had to buy... Had to buy... Check me out. I had to buy these games, officer. Um, but, it, yeah, it's, it's ultimately, I have to kind of pick and choose what, what I spend my, my dollar on, as you eloquently put earlier. And uh, this one is is on the list of things to play, but not necessarily on the list to buy. But yeah, it's um, the the whole Facebook thing is quite interesting. I like that. I liked it in Fables when you got the little like the little bios of characters and Fables, and it did make me want to go back and find every single mention of a character just to fill out the storybook bit. So I guess that'd be kind of like that, but less hmm. restrictive because you can kind of run around a bit more. As opposed to know you've missed the opportunity, full stop. That's it. You can never get them again. I am worried there is a little bit of that moment telling me he missed because you can pick. Um, years ago, they did a mock a Pokemon called Chimpokamon or something like that, um, and you can pick up them. And every so often, my mate was saying he missed out on one, one Chimpokamon throughout the whole game, and he was like, Ugh. "So now that's made me worry that I've probably done the same thing," but. Um, I was going to say, if this game was just a game they made completely fresh, they just thought of it, made it, and that was it, I think people would be going ballistic over it, how amazing it is. I think Kevin and I be playing, I think it was incredibly funny and brilliant, but because it's got the South Park name on it, it's kind of like, uh, which obviously wouldn't be able to exist without South Park, because obviously South Park jokes, but I think if it was a brand new game and invented that, everyone would be saying it. Well, I think that's it, but then at the same time, the IP is its strength so yeah. you know some people will dismiss it because it's south park but other people will buy it uh, yeah, because it's south park so it's kind of a bit of things around about it. so I mean, we completely sold out of my shop i got extra stock in this week we sold all that as well and there's more people ordering it so i mean it's it's definitely growing in popularity the only real criticism people have had is you can't like buddy up with friends and play through together but my understanding is it's very personalized to you as a player and wouldn't necessarily work if you were playing it in, in a Why is it set. so expensive? I'm just looking on Steam. It's £40 on Steam. It's 35 on Xbox. That's I mean. crazy expensive. I think you get it... Uh, yeah, but I don't want to play on a retro machine. It, um, I don't want to get the... I don't want to pull the Mega Drive out and play it on there. <laughs> I think on Steam it had... Um, it has more content because they censored it, didn't they? Um, I'm finding the censoring much funnier than I think I would have found the scenes. Because it would be like... Oh, sorry, Europe, you've not been allowed this scene. P- 
picture uh, and it just goes through exactly what's happening and explains it all to you. Um, and the way they've explained it, I find funnier than the fact that I'd have probably, you know, if I'd have watched it, I'd have been like, okay, I want to move on now. But um, them explaining it, because then it's like something happened in a scene and then I went and did something else and it was like, oh, no, you thought you were going to fix it, but it's got worse. And it's, the way they're explaining it to you, it, 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 I, it just made me laugh a lot more. It was just, I just kept thinking, right, now or what you've inadvertently done here is, and you'd be thinking, if it had just happened, you wouldn't have had that kind of comedy explanation. So I'm quite glad they did censor certain parts of it because... I don't know, I just don't think I'd have particularly laughed at the scenes. It would have just been like, oh, another scene, huh, you know, as it went along, whereas it, I actually read through what they'd said and thought, oh, that's brilliant, skip that bit, because once you read it, you have to skip it. Um, no, I just, yeah, it's really good. I'm hoping um, that this will be really successful and then they'll make a game based around their superhero Rodrigo's, so like Professor Chaos, The Coon, um, and all their other characters, because I think that would be really good. Um, I forget what, Mysterion. All of them. So they are general disarray. They've got great little uh, superhero personas they've set up. I think they'd be superb as a game um, to make that next. Why don't you make it? Because I'm not capable. <laughs> you, d- you could make Mega Stan. Yeah, good thinking. I see what you did there. <laughs> Mega Kyle. Yeah. For anyone who didn't get it. Um, but yeah, excellent well worth playing if you're a fan and if you're not against it then get it if you're against it don't bother because you're just going to feel against it I'm against paying £40 for a game yeah it'll be cheap it troubles me when it's like a fiver in the Steam sale in two years time get it then and check it out Kev because you might enjoy it Um, I also had a little well I've carried on playing Shinobi 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 on the 3DS but it pissed me off because it doesn't have. It has an audiovisual settings part of it on the ga- on the game cartridge, and um, it's called audiovisual settings. But What's in there? Audio settings. No visual settings, and I'm trying to play it in my car. Can't bloody see it. Your it's car? In my car, and it was too uh, yeah too bloody dark. Couldn't see it. So I was trying to change the settings. Couldn't bloody do that. So um, I put it in my pocket, and then a the damn game came out. So I'd lost my progress that kind of put me off because uh, it only seems to do like a temporary save thing i've got I, I can go i can carry on from a save point it made but it seems to be a really like shoddily done uh save system and very poor settings on it which to be expected really it's not really expected to be a blockbuster or anything is it but um yeah so i'm kind of running out of steam with that because i don't want to replay the bit i've lost when it came out of my ds and i can't play it in the car which is basically the only reason i wanted to carry my ds around that particular time so, yeah, that's probably on its last legs. Snap it and see what's inside. You wouldn't let me do that with Luigi's Mansion. That's because that's any good. But this is Chinaby. You and Bouncy gave up on that. Yeah. It was all right. Just, yeah, it was all right. Luigi's Mansion? Yeah. I didn't give up. The game decided to self-destruct. So you stopped playing it? <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't giving up. That was, <laughs> the game gave up. And I was like, well, if you're going to give up. Then I'll move on. I will <laughs> then I won't give up. <laughs> I will move on instead. I haven't stopped. I'm not never going to go back. I am going to go back, but I'm giving it long enough so I don't sit there and think, oh, God, I've done all this already once. If I do it long enough, or just get drunk and forget, then that would be handy. But no, I really enjoy I did really enjoy that. I, I like the Shinobi on, um, on 3DS as well. I am a fan. I do think it's good. Who has brought vanilla Coca-Cola within my four walls? already been drank 
There's nothing actually in there, technically. Better not but actually, be. there's some still in there. I'm not touching that. What a disgusting beverage vanilla Coke is. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? Why are they like banana Coke? I don't like the fact that they created the label, so it is a bit deceptive. So if you're just in a hurry and you pop into a shop <laughs> and you look at the label, it's not hugely... I mean, like, with Diet Coke with lime, it's got a big picture of lime. This has just got a little white word on it. It's the only real hint. They should have a picture of a vanilla on it. I, I think they should be put in the bin immediately and then just left for people to take if they have no taste or concept of flavour. Hmm. Nothing should leave you with a slightly vanilla aftertaste. Not even vanilla ice cream should do that. That's why Raspberry Ripple was invented. Surely vanilla shouldn't exist anymore. Everyone calls it, you know, if you think something's bland, you call it, oh, it's a bit of vanilla, isn't it? A bit of vanilla. Yeah. yeah. Vanilla ice should be shot. Yeah. Oh, um, Kev. I don't know if we should call for rappers to be shot again. I do. Vanilla ice definitely should be. What uh, happened last time, Bouncy? Uh, I shot a rapper and then I got a medal off the Queen. Remember, uh, guns don't peel, peel people? <laughs> kill people. Rappers do. Yeah, but that rapper got killed by a Kit Kat rapper. And then what happened? I put a Kit Kat wrapper in a potato gun, shot it down his throat, he choked. So guns don't kill people, rappers kill rappers. Where are guns looking chain? Answer me that. Where are they? On a yacht somewhere, enjoying all their money that they make. I saw them jump up and down at a festival once. Uh, Stick a truth on PC, right? What price do you think it's reasonable? I'm just interested. What price, as a new release PC Steam-based game, what should they have 20 quid. 20 quid? And I wouldn't buy it for that either. I'd still wait for it to come down to less than a tenner. But I don't, I don't see why any game should be more than about twenty quid. I've been ruined by Steam, really. It's twenty seven ninety nine on the Amazon, not for the PC. Twenty seven ninety nine on PC on Amazon. When Marvel Lego Marvel came out, that was twenty five quid on Steam. Lego Marvel. Yeah. When that came out, 25 quid. So why should South Park be 15 quid more? It's not going to be better than Lego Marvel, is it? How much was it on there? 25. So it's three quid more. No, because South Park's 40 quid on Steam. Balls to Steam. It's 27.99 on Amazon. I can can do it through my shop on Steam for 24.99. How? Because I have access to Steam via my shop where I can buy the codes myself and then sell them at a profit. But that would be a loss because it costs £40. No, no, it costs £40 from the Steam store. The Steam codes themselves aren't £40. It is just if you don't decide to go to a, your friendly local independent entertainment centre. Or Amazon. Then you get, no, because Amazon's more expensive than I am. Yeah, but I they're also cheap. more reliable. So what you're telling me is I, I should buy code. all my games through you in future. Or you should ask at the very least. I can get that code to you in 20 minutes. For the price of £7. For the price of £24.99. That's still £15 more than I want to pay. (laughs) Doesn't matter. It's £15 less than what Steam want you to pay as well. And £3 less than what the evil overlord... You sound like that Ferrari salesman again, trying to (laughs) convince me. It's £10,000 less than Ferrari want you to pay. Yes, it's still £120,000 though. I still don't have the money. (laughs) <laughs> my point, my point, I did um, Thief. The other way, I can't go out. over 100,000 for my next car. Leave I me did, alone. I did Steam codes for Thief at like, I think, 18.99 on release. I managed to get them quite cheap as well. So, yeah, it is doable. It's You're just selling Russian games through your shop. Oh, no. 
it's, it's just a case of, I think, with the PC version, because it is the uncensored version, Steam are onto a good thing. Because they're thinking, well, look, not only are you getting it, you get it instantly, and you haven't got any of this edited bullshit. But as Steve's pointed out, the edits aren't ruining the yeah, game. I was going to say, I honestly feel, and this isn't me being sour grapes because I've got the, ed- the censored version. I honestly swear, I honestly feel getting a censored version is more comedically good, funnier, and better. Because it feels like the kind of thing that South Park would do when they did their Mohammed episode and they just had a black box walking around. I know they originally they drew Mohammed, but the fact that you ended up with this black box walking around the screen that you couldn't hear, see, or you know, nothing was really happening, you know, just talking to a black box all the time was funnier than if they'd have had Mohammed on the screen wandering around. That made it funny, in my opinion. And that wasn't even how they wrote it. So sometimes I think they write certain things that are a bit too far. And the, the world's reaction to it makes it better. If you could sell FIFA on launch for eighteen ninety nine, why why weren't you all over the internet flogging it for that price? Because um, ultimately, the reason we get those sort of prices is because we're not shouting it all over the internet. Mm. What if I whispered it over the internet? <laughs> it would still shut down very quickly because I only get a very limited amount at that price. I'm not getting like a hundred copies. I'm getting like three. So but, you wouldn't um, be able to mark them up to like 40 quid a copy. I, I know I, I, I am in hoots, <laughs> if that's the right word. That sounds a bit more devious than it is. Basically, I sent a load of emails when we opened to different companies and say, look, we're a little store. We'd like to make some money uh, for you and us. We don't need to make a huge profit because you do as a reasonable price. Because the idea was just to get a foot in the door and carve a path locally, which, you know, when people are now coming to us for Steam keys instead of going to Steam, that's quite a win for us because the one market that was so say decimated by steam was PC game market. The only thing that's been killed off is the physical boxed edition. If you can do a digital code cheaper than steam, then people will start using high street. What about the uh, Diablo free expansion balance? You need to sort me out with that. I want to pay four quid for that. <laughs> four quid. Well, I, can yeah. get, I, was, I was talking the other day. I, I, I got, um, cause we came for the elder scrolls. We wanted the elder scrolls online. Because I went into game and they were thirty nine ninety nine for it. I went, well, we're doing it twenty nine ninety nine. It went, oh, I've already bought, I've already bought it. I went, no, what you've done is you've pre ordered it. You just cancel your order. I went, well, I wouldn't do that. It, they, they might get cross. <laughs> so they don't, they don't deserve it, frankly. So um, yeah, it is, it is weird that you can kind of, you can do these prices. It's just a matter of so four quid then for the Diablo three expansion, yeah. Four quid for Diablo three. I don't think I could do it. I'm now, don't I'm think now, or don't want to. I'm, I'm now looking at his, web, at his uh, little list he sent me just to see how to do finding page. Uh, no, can't do it for four quid. Okay, six quid. Now, how much do you, six how much, quid and we've got a deal. How much is that regularly? Just, 40 just, quid. Okay. Oh, no, 32 99 for the standard edition, I think, and 50 quid for the digital deluxe. Okay, I can get the regular version for twenty four ninety nine. Interesting. So, yeah, and that is... A pre-order key. So four ninety nine for two copies. <laughs> you say <laughs> twenty lots of four ninety nine is what it goes. No, but this is the thing. Uh, these this thing's available, and I can kind of just use it to help the store. But that's the point. My point. I'll say is if you go on Steam and think, oh god, it's too expensive on Steam, look for a Steam key website because there are lots around. Uh, I mean, Game did they Game do official Steam keys very often cheaper than Steam at launch, so it's, it should never put you off buying a good game at launch just because you think, well, actually, that's more expensive than I want to pay. Because the problem with Steam is they live and thrive through Steam sales. So if they charge £40 for a game and then put it on sale, you think, oh, 
that's got that's got thirty three percent off. Well, it might only bring it in re- in line with what you'd expect to pay. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because you expect it to be the cheapest, and you see a price in there, you think, well, that's ridiculous. How can someone charge that much for a PC game? Well, it's not. It's just what Steam have chosen to market that at, at that time. And very often, the Steam marketplace prices are picked by the the, the kind of the publisher. So in this case, Ubisoft have said, well, the game's going to sell well. Let's put it at top whack early on and drop it down later. So, yeah, there you go. It has been the number one selling game on Steam for like the last two weeks as well. So, it's a shame you don't like it. So there's the thing. Why would you drop the price if you knew you could sell it like that? You so know? I'd buy it. And then I well, yeah, but it just matters. You don't like it. On my internet radio show. <laughs> so, uh, well, you just have emailed you this often and said, I want to talk positively about your I've game. got a man who does that for yeah, me. Yeah, he just I never did. scores me any freebies. Ubisoft, ignore my emails. I, uh, I don't he know. He translated what... them into French because it's a French company. Uh, I need whack swear em, words. Whack them through Google. Whack. And, uh, and because I email their yeah, ICT the headquarters, right I am going to bring them to like, uh, the East Coast. This is going to get us free copies, isn't it? Nice bit of racism. That will get us um, all the freebies under the sun. Let's change the topic. I hear you've been twitching this week, Bouncy. Was that successful? Well, that was funny. I didn't see I it. I was, was watching it, good? it and it was kind of... You were watching it? Yeah, you were playing that low-tone cycle thing. And I was thinking, this is a mental game. Was that when I had the camera on as well, or was I just playing a game at that point? Because I actually got changed. I got really conscious. The first time I played it, I thought, well, I'll, I'll turn the camera off. I'll just have the chat on the side. Nobody chatted or said anything. So I was playing a loco cycle, which we'll get to in a minute. But then I wanted to broadcast. And I thought, well, I've got the camera sitting there. So I went and put a shirt, tie, and a jumper on. <laughs> I did up the lounge a little bit. I uh, got myself a drink ready. Sat in a, in a nominal position so it wasn't too bad. And, uh, and started broadcasting. Were you wearing trousers? Yeah, yeah, I was wearing trousers. I was, I was like, it looked like I was going for a court appearance, and uh, instead I was just uh, twitching. But the actual process of broadcasting Xbox is the simplest process I could have hoped for. Uh, essentially, it chucks the Twitch into the snap feature on there, it chucks it over to the side, you double click the guide button, and it'll switch over there. You can set up your, your name thing and then flip back to your game. Uh, it's just saying broadcast now, we'll start the broadcast, and that's. As simple as it is. I, I don't... What I need is for people to be watching it and giving me feedback. Because at the moment, I'm a bit confused as to whether it's working properly or not or whether you can hear what I'm saying. Because uh, people obviously could see me. So the camera... I could see the camera was seeing me. But I kept thinking, well, it keeps coming up in the game that I'm talking. Well, I'm talking on Twitch, aren't I? And then people were, weren't asking me questions when I was asking to ask me questions. I didn't know if they were able to hear me. But I had quite quite good fun i was a bit self-conscious i wanted somebody else to talk to actually like another voice coming i back find to... it's six or seven minutes behind so i'll be sat there and i'll start up and then it'll be like woody and a couple of people will arrive and i'll be like you're right guys and then they'll reply like five minutes later and then they'll ask a question and then i'll reply straight away and then they'll ask their question like five minutes later and it always seems a bit behind like that. It could be that. It that's could... to be expected isn't it really yeah i think what i might do is next time set it up alongside twitter so if people are watching they can kind of get in touch on that as well but yeah it was good so loco cycle i was playing on it um mostly because i think it's not the sort of thing most people would be twitching and uh, i believe more people should see loco cycle because it is as anna said mental <laughs> it is essentially streets of rage meets outrun meets casual racism <laughs> Go near the stove, we're going to really 
Yeah. So, yeah, so basically, your motorbike gets hit by lightning, and it was supposed to be a weapon. It doesn't want to be a weapon. It sees a biker mag that advertises a freedom rally, so he decides to go for it. And then you just, with zero regard to any public safety or laws, he then just blows everything off the road and then can jump in the air and start punching things in the face of the wheels. And you're a mechanic trapped by your ankle on the back wheel. And it's, yeah, you can be thrown around. I was, I was trying to get it to work as often as possible on levels where I could throw the mechanic, basically spins like a frisbee. And you can hit all these enemies in the air and then he'll come back onto the bike. Like an angry night rider. It is. It really or is. Or night boat. Well, it's not a street hawk, most likely, because it's a motorbike. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's <laughs> I, I said before, it's not a great game. And it's not. I mean, technically, it's a bit poor. But it's fun. It's it's a funny game, and uh, and I like that. I do, I do like. I finished it. Um, I twitched for about say half an hour, and then turned the camera off because basically I did a little route. You know, sometimes on the show I, I lose my plot a little bit. I get a bit angry, and then I'll say something that's a bit outrageous, and people then go, "Oh, you shouldn't mention Jimmy Savile or whatever," and it causes a fuss. I started talking about how much I hate the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. Because it, when you're twitching, you think <laughs> there, there were people in the thing. I had at this point, there was like 10 people in the in the room. And I thought, well, they might be just watching it and not be able to hear me. But if they are listening, I want to give them something to listen to. So I started podcasting, really, while playing a game. Because it is essentially just driving down the road. There's no story to it other than that. So I was saying that if I ever met him, I would take one of those plastic spoons that you get in the subway, which doesn't make any sense because they don't have much you eat with a spoon in the subway. And I'd stab it in his eye, snap off the handle, stick that in his other eye, and go, you happy now? You happy now, Farrell Williams? Sing how happy you are now, you plastic spoon eyes. And when I looked again, everybody had left. <laughs> I was just sat on my own. And I thought, oh, I found the mark. <laughs> That's where you stop on Twitch. Otherwise, you lose your audience. Or... Farrell Williams didn't like me talking about him like that. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, so I need to work on being a little bit more. I need to get people in who know who I am. <laughs> Might be a good idea. So they know what to expect or give people a warning when they say hello and just go, you might want to, uh, you might want to just read this disclaimer I've written on the internet <laughs> before you listen in. But yeah, it's good fun. It's, I mean, it was, took no effort whatsoever to just start broadcasting. I did some plants for the zombies broadcast as well. But that was juddery as hell because it was the night that Xbox Live was having all sorts of trouble because of Titanfall, so um, that didn't work very well. But yeah, so that was that was good, and I want to do more, but I'd quite like to do it while playing somebody real, so I had a two-way conversation or something like that uh, at the same time. But yeah, will it broadcast both sides of the conversation on Twitch on the Xbox? I that don't. Was always the pro- I don't big think we're doing it. Yeah, PS4. I don't think it will i know there was a talk about an update allowing the party chat to go into the which twitch would be channel. smashing um but i suppose from twitch's point of view what you really what you're watching one person so therefore you should be hearing that one person but i would like to see it be we could just do this whole podcast or as a twitch stream or at the very least do it where yeah. you could um via the website tally up three or four streams that are in the same game. So if you were playing four players, that's what you people have were doing, it, yeah. Yeah, have it up and then just have them all open and then you'd hear all the conversation in real time, hopefully. And uh, it would make a bit more sense. But yeah, it's it's a great bit of software. And thank you. Were it, were it not for the 
the fact that it was um, I was left on my own after Val Williams' joke, then I would have probably kept going all night. I was going to yesterday when I was drunk, but a lot of people were very keen on me going on there while drunk, and I didn't know if that was a good thing, so I decided not to in case they were going to use it as evidence against me in a court of law or something. Because you know how that works. People are always after me. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to be doing more of that. And uh, got Titanfall now, so that'll be that'll be on there. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting Metal Gear Solid next week. So I shall be twitching some of that as well, which will be hilarious because I hate Metal Gear Solid and I hate stealth. But I've bought the game just, just because I want to twitch it while I'm running around uh, humming the Benny Hill theme, basically, <laughs> to see how long I can survive while not being stealthy. Because that's, that's the way well, I That's play. £50 pounds well spent. <laughs> 20 20 for Metal Gear. Because it's the, um, the Ground Zero's prequel game, so it's only like three hours long. So it's only going to be like 20 quid on Xbox One and PS4. Oh, which, that. for me, is like, that's enough just to muck around in. I don't mind. That's 20 quid. It, people all like watching me muck around, I reckon. I'll, uh, I'll give you four quid for it. I haven't even got it yet. Yeah. So, you know, leave me alone. All right, five then. Had you played anything else, Steve, or was I just... That's why I asked you what you've been up yeah, to. Yeah, no, I didn't know if you just tried to steer anything back on track. No, he was I mean, trying to be professional. Say, You'd been on Twitch. I didn't want to just then go on something else if you were. No, I keep going. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, then went back to Plants vs. Zombies. Um, oh, really, I still can't get off that game. I really like it. Somebody offered me a free copy of Battlefield 4 the other day if I went on the bus to their house. And I thought, <laughs> I don't know why. Why would I play it? Because I'm already playing it, but with a really funny cartoony look. Um, it's just super friendly. Party chat kills the chat, though, because everybody's in private chat all the time. So you don't really get anybody other than the occasional 11-year-old going, Hello? Is anybody listening? Oh, no, how? But that's that's not a bad thing, because it does also get rid of a lot of people going, Yeah, you're just a white bar. And uh, you can't really hear what they're saying, and, and, and then they just start shouting things. Um, so I don't get that, but I, I would kind of like a conversation while playing a game. It does feel a bit like I'm just... It feels like you're at a wedding, but nobody knows who you are, and you're just really there for the buffet. That's kind of what playing That's a game me is. me at every wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. So I, no, I really like it, though. I, I don't know whether I'm going to play Titanfall as much as I expected to, because I think I'm going to be playing more Plants for Zombies than I do Titanfall. Uh, my kids are adoring it. I bought an extra Xbox controller today so that we can now have two players and the iPad uh, hooked up together so we can have good old, good old game together. Uh, oh, it's just just phenomenal. The, the fact that my, my six-year-old can just play it and be as good as I am after just a few little uh, kind of tentative uh, uh, goes at it. It, just, it is designed well and, yeah, really like it. The... Um, Gardens and Graveyards mode is phenomenal. I played a full round where we basically took the the plant's mansion down and the last stage. Like normally in Battlefield, if you do it, I think it's is it rush mode or conquest where you have to take over each base and then yep. move up the map, whichever yep. one it was. One of them. Uh, basically, that is that. But the last stage is almost like a boss fight. So with the mansion, you've got to run up a hill and then they've got the giant, great big cannons that fire walnuts out from the game, firing them down. Plus, there's all these emplacement stuff. It's, it's a bit like the opening of Saving Private Ryan, but with a load of zombies running towards walnuts. And it's, it's mental. 
but but brilliant like really really good and it feels madcap and it feels like a cartoon and i i adore it absolutely adore it i I thought by now i'd have got bored of it i thought it would just be like oh just the same old stuff over and over and it's not and i and i love getting the trading card sticker book things that's i'm I'm loving that i just want to play the game even just playing on a low setting to get a few hundred coins a go just to buy some more stickers to put in my sticker album because via that you then unlock new characters new outfits new abilities power-ups for your weapons and things like that but the game also does a cool thing where it has classic modes where you can't have any of your power-ups so whereas they would normally unbalance a game like when you're playing battlefield and someone's got yeah they've they've leveled up and they've got a lot of the perks and things set up this you can just play a mode where there isn't and uh, it's splendid it's it's a joy and i want more people to play it with because i think it'd be great to play a four player i might give it a proper go at some point i've I've only had one round of it we should we should arrange it this week kev have you know full well if we ever arrange to play a game together it doesn't happen i said arrange it for this week (laughs) just leave it quite generic yeah. Just know, just know that most evenings after nine, I'm free, and then just when you're ready, just go bouncy, come the fuck on, and then I'll be there. And go bouncy's going to play a game with me this week. I know. Oh, thanks, Anna. I said it exactly <laughs> at the same time. That was brilliant. We remember what happened. Yeah, hopefully, it will because it would be good. And you can get you can get uh, one of you, so I could play with you and Anna, and then one, the other one you could be on the iPad, be on the boss mode. It'd be cool. You try all that out. We could but buy yeah. another Xbox controller. Can you play split screen online on Plants vs Zombies? I think you can in that mode, definitely. But we haven't tried the other modes yet, so I've only got a new controller today. But um, I'll give you six pounds for it. <laughs> no, uh, I'll send you a picture of a controller for six pounds. Deal. Good. Uh, so yeah, so Locust Cycle was finished. Uh, Plants vs Zombies, I played through, and. There was another game I played, and I wish I'd written it down because I'm now struggling to remember. Oh, Sonic Colors on the DS. Uh, I bought for my youngest, and before I gave it to him, I put it in my 3DS for a few hours. Really like that game. It's a proper Mega Drive Sonic game, but with some of the kind of the homing attacks that they brought in as adventure. Bit of that. It's like the Sonic Rush games were on the DS as well. Just really good. Dr. Robotnik's opened a theme park. Sonic's a bit distrustful of Dr. Robotnik. Tails keeps saying, don't worry about it because he's a moron. He obviously, Sonic is clever and realizes Dr. Robotnik is always up to something. And uh, and yeah, you get all involved and there's all color powers. And I've had to delete my game though so we can play it from the beginning and not re- realize I've been playing it. But I'll be having that back in a few weeks when he's bored and uh, go through that. But it's, uh, it's the best Sonic game I've played in five years. Or fifty on Amazon. I might have to have an investment in that. Yeah, it is. It's it's a very good. I picked it up for two pounds in HMV this week because they had that HMV were doing seventy percent off all premium. Does HMV still exist? Not for much longer. Uh, I went in there because uh, I'd heard on Monday. I heard that they basically HMV are no longer going to do traded in games at all. They're just going to go brand new ones. So I thought, well, I'll go over there. I've got the shop credit card. That might be an opportunity to buy some pre-owned stock for the shop at a reasonable price. I was wrong, obviously, because HMV's pre-owned prices are still ridiculously expensive. For example, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, they wanted twenty nine ninety eight for oh, it. I hate them and stuff like that. Just for second hand. Well, obviously, 70% off. It was still reasonable, but I can buy it brand new for about 12 quid, so I don't know why I'd bother getting it second hand. So I did look for it. There's a few games that we picked up. Sonic was one of them. 
And uh, I, I then said to the guy, oh, you know, is this, is this it for HMV? Are they, are they not doing games anymore? He said, oh, no, we're going to do games. We, we've got now just an increased range of brand new ones. And I said, oh, what have you got, like the next gen? I hadn't really looked. And he went, yeah, some of them, sixty one ninety nine for a next gen game. I thought they're right back to where they used to be, aren't they? Mm. They've got no website you can order from. It's just a blog. You've got rid of your secondhand games market, which suggests to me they haven't got the money to pay out because it sits on the stock in the short term, which is a problem Blockbuster has had. And they're putting all the prices up on stuff, which doesn't bode well for them. So I don't know. I don't know how long they will last. But uh, the staff in there were bloody useless, absolutely useless. I saw one of them. It took him five minutes to stick a piece of A4 paper to a curver box. Five minutes. Two bits of sellotape. Why can't you buy stuff off their website anymore? Did I miss something? They, well, their website got closed down when they went into administration. It's part of the process. You can't have online sales and things like that. And they just never bought it back as a retail site. They Seems just have it as a blog. So, um, so, yeah, so ultimately, if you see a really good offer at HMV, you have to go to your local store, then hope that you can find it because the staff won't know where it is, and then find that it's actually more expensive than you thought it was going to be in the first place. Uh, their, their sale was anything with a yellow sticker on was 70% off. But the pre-owned games that were included in it, they hadn't got the stickers left over, so they just put them in a box together. But then a load of people put brand new stuff in as well. So you go to the counter and go, well, that was in that box. So oh, you have 70% off it. <laughs> just to reduce it off anyway. So I then thought, why did I just not go back and fill a trolley? Just go, this is all in that box. 70% off, please. Um, but yeah, it was, it was mad, really. I don't, I don't understand it. I, all I can assume is that with things like Titanfall and stuff coming out, whether they just need a very quick boost of money to come in to buy this. You've got Infamous. You've got the PS4 consoles coming back into stock nationally again. You've got obviously the Xbox One bundle versions. Whether they just need a huge influx of cash to purchase new stock, I don't know. But it doesn't bode well if they're getting out of that area completely. Not that it matters because most people who play games don't shop at H&V, but I also I don't want another retailer to go off the high street because then you're just left with um, CX and game. And, and you? And, well, me. And me. And then somebody, did and me, come in, and me. somebody came in the other day and I expected me to pay the same price cash that CX do. I tried to explain to him that CX, uh, their, their trade policy was come up with by a think tank of morons and drunkards and that it's not a sustainable business model. And he was like, yeah, but they offered me £150 for a second-hand PS3. I went, right now, I can buy a brand new one for 160 Why would I pay £150 for your four-year-old second-hand console that doesn't have a box? Just insane. I said, just go back to CX. I, don't, I, don't, I can't even get close to what they offer. It's, it's insane, the prices they were offering. Uh, one guy was offered £100 for a 3DS in cash. Isn't that... that- what, just an ordinary 3DS? As far as I know. less than £100. As far as I know, he was offered £100 cash for his blue regular 3DS. That's crazy. He came to us, and the only reason he sold it to us is he didn't want to sell his charger because he wanted to upgrade to a a 3DS XL and didn't want to sell his charger, and I knew I had a spare charger at home, so I did the deal and uh, paid him 40 quid. Uh, saying I had to then order a charger, which would cost me a bit more. It cost you £64, just making sure that he got his value. I don't, I don't care. No, that, here's the thing. Like, a lot of people come into the shop expecting 
us to pay top whack things. Like Call of Duty Ghosts. The amount of people that come in and go, well, if you were blockbusters still, you'd have paid £25 for that. Right now, I can get it for £19.86. Brand new. Uh, why would I pay somebody £25 for a second-hand copy? It, it doesn't make sense why people expect that they should, at the very least, look on the internet and think, right, that's how much that costs brand new. I've got to expect a little bit less than brand new priced. And they don't. They just go, oh, that's, that's not very much. I, I bought this PS4. And now I don't want it. And I want £400 cash. No. Because they're only £350 brand new. Stop doing this. Then I don't have to keep saying no to you people. But it's nice because we don't have to take a load of trade off of morons and smelly people. And I did. I did. <laughs> we had an Xbox 360 come in. And it was absolutely covered in um, cigarette and drug paraphernalia related marks and dirt. And uh, I did think that night that the shop needed to get that sold quickly because officially it's a Class B console. And uh, I had to clean it all up and we um, and then we sold it. But I only offered the guy 30 quid for it because <laughs> I thought, I don't want it. I don't want this dirty, horrible thing. And uh, he was like, yeah, 30 quid's all right. But I mean, it worked. I tested it and everything and just then give it all a, a full clean and reworking. And, and yeah. Malibu job. Did, yeah. A whole bottle of Malibu just poured into the vents and then shook it mm-hmm. and then just drained it out overnight. No, you put it in an airing cupboard with a towel wrapped around it. No, I had, I had to get the, the, all the liquid out first. Yeah. Then, I put, then I put it in a bin and set fire to the bin, <laughs> which actually nice. happened this week. Uh, we Because we haven't got a, a proper council contract yet to get rid of all our rubbish. Most of our rubbish we have to just put out in a regular bin, which is fine because the, the building above us is flat, so we just put it in their bin. Uh, but every now and then we have a cardboard box that a delivery comes in that you obviously we can't put in the bin because it's a big, great big cardboard box. So we'll break, we'll tear it up and then just shove it in a public bin. And the other day I filled the bin with cardboard because I wanted to get rid of all of it. And I thought, I know they come and collect that tomorrow and it's not full. And if they really care, they can put it in for be recycled. And then about five minutes later, someone set fire to the bin using all of our cardboard. <laughs> and as I watched it and watched the flames go back 12 foot up in the air, I thought, all the evidence is gone. <laughs> this is brilliant. I need to get in touch with that arsonist and get him to do it every single week. Because it was a metal bin with no flammable objects around it, so it didn't do any harm. It's basically just an incinerator. And I thought I could probably just pay him £2 a week just to burn all my rubbish for me. And uh, that would save A, on council tipping, B, no landfills are going to be filled up with uh, my shop waste, and C, an arsonist isn't setting fire to a children's home. Everybody wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much all I've really been playing. A bit of tapped out because they had St. Patrick's Day content go on there. Um, they've changed all the water in your rivers and lakes to green short term. So if you see that, it's not a bug. It is St. Patrick's Day related. They did it last year. And I will be going through Origin and deleting a load of people who haven't used the game for a while. So if you have been trying to get onto my friends list and had trouble... Um, send me a tweet or an, an email or something just to let me know you'd like to be on there and I'll get you on because I'll probably have about 40 or 50 vacant spaces once I've got rid of Kevin, the other load of useless people. And, well, that's uh, just mean. <laughs> it's not mean. You were given a warning a couple of weeks ago. Well, what if I want to play another Origin game with you? Well, I can play another Origin game with you. No, because... I'll be off your Origin friends list. No, I, that's, not, that's not a requirement of playing together. At all. You can still play with someone. You just don't have to be friends. I don't play with anyone who's not on my friends list. 
Yeah, but you know, I'm always you're always on my friends list, Kev. You're just mm. not physically on. You've transcended being on a friends list. Anyway, you can't even play with me on a console you have got. <laughs> on a game that we've both got. Why should I worry about the potential one day of us coming together on a PC game that I can't run and you won't play me on? It's not <laughs> it's not a, a future term. Well, right? I'm still offended. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> You can think, you can cheer me up by sorting me out with the Diablo expansion for three pounds. Three pounds. I'll I'll do as best I can. I'll find a a, a cheap pharmaceutical company that will expand your Diablo. For three and I would pounds. like a copy too. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they do multi packs. Excellent. But uh, but yeah, so that content was good. It gave me my, my favorite kind of tapped out mission where you get to add all of the town folk to one building for one mission. So when it's complete, you get a line of thumbs up ah oh, that's some patrick's table on this one yeah, yeah. Cool. and you click it and then they'll come out and they all file out and the thing is they don't just appear they do all come out the door of the building in a way and all just file out to the street and get back to their normies i love that i love seeing my money go up i've nearly got three million spare now so i can buy the next kind yeah, of I'm premium nearing two million for the exact same sort of thing yeah because that's that's all you need really once you, once you keep playing it that's that's the the, the kind of the the pride so i'm going to do my friends list, redesign my town, get all that sorted. I've, I've thought out a plan on a piece of paper of how I want my town to look. What That's too far, Bouncy. What a loser. No, because last time I did it, I basically made it all really small and really compact, so it was easy to just click, click on everything quite quickly. But I don't really like looking at it because it just doesn't look like how the Springfield should look in my head. Springfield's not all cluttered together. You can't just skip from one rooftop to another. So uh, I'm going to do it where they've got proper gardens at the Quickie Mart. I'll have a big car park and be a bit of space around it and King Toots. You're one set up with gardens, Kev. Yeah. I don't know how. Kev's, I don't remember doing that. Kev's, it's quite a nicely laid yeah. out one. It's just frustrating because he's still got a Halloween character walking around, which bothers me. It's still Mr. Birds is a Vampire, which means he hasn't played it since, like, November at the latest. I should have true. Kang and the Witch walking around. Yeah, but I'm saying in terms of it's oh, right. started a mission with Mr. Burns as the vampire and hasn't finished that mission yet. If you have Mr. Plough wandering around, you get a thousand points for a 24 hour instead of 600. That's true. I have a, um, I also, my, my prerequisite for who I'm going to delete is if A, they haven't got a very big town, so they like built the first three buildings and didn't go further, they're gone. And anybody who's still got Christmas decorations on their houses, they're gone. Even no, if playing bad a game. luck to remove them now. You've got to wait until and next Christmas. Even if they're still playing a game, it bothers me every time I look at it because I just think, that's lazy. That would take, take you two minutes to get those Well, down. I've not got any Christmas decorations, so on your criteria that you've just given me, I'm safe on both counts. But you've not played a game in ages either. No, that wasn't one of your criteria. That's the one I already mentioned. I didn't feel the need to repeat it for the fourth no. time. But, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's going to be this week. I'm going to have a big redesign. I just do that work if it's quiet. I've been doing a lot of inventory this week, so I haven't really had time to play on the tablet. But next week, it's all done. I should be able to uh, go through when I'm not feeling guilty for getting drunk and ordering £2,000 of stock while drunk. Please help. No, well, some of it was for me, but the majority of it was for the shop. It was basically I created a shopping list of things that we could get, and it was all approved, and they just ordered everything and didn't think, oh, maybe you didn't mean to order everything. So uh, I have learned a very valuable lesson. A, don't order stock while drunk. B, don't assume that everybody else will know you're drunk by the, by the emails you send. Because I'm very professional when I send a drunk email, so it obviously didn't stand out. If I'd have gone, oh, I think we should buy all of this at the elephant. So where are you going to put all these M&Ms that you've ordered? Uh, alongside the rest of his albums, 
including the Eight Mile soundtrack. So, Anna, you've been uh, playing Zumba this week, and I hear you're loving the Xbox One. Why? Is that because you keep saying Xbox off? Oh, no, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm just doing my dancing, and I do the 40 minutes about three quarters of the way through, and I just go straight to the rhythm. Is that because you get out of breath and go, Xbox off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how you pump when you get halfway <laughs> through. And it just it goes straight back to the home screen, and I have to start all over again. And I, I think it was like yesterday, like three times I had to restart the game. My Facebook feed basically said, oh, my God, I can't believe the Xbox just turned off. And then it was, oh, it's happened again. And then, not again, in capital letters. It's yes, brilliant. It's happening. Like, it's brilliant. It's starting to happen. Like, at half eight in the morning, I have wholeheartedly told, oh, no, the Xbox don't want me to. So today you just went to KFC instead? Do we think it's overheating, or is it a disc error, or what? Does the discs even move when the games are playing now? Have you had any problems with your Xbox just turning off, Bouncy? No. No. Yeah, no, I've, I've had... Uh, the only game I ever had a problem with was... Uh, Peggle, which I think I mentioned on the show, where I had to just reinstall it because... The there was an update for it that ruined the launch thing, so I just had to delete it and then reinstall it, and that was fine. But obviously, it's gone from the disc. It, it does seem like there but is the something. Discs do install, don't they? So could it yeah. be if you delete the game and then reinstall I, d- I don't it, think so because that was just a loading issue. It, it sounds to me like there is something, there is some sort of signal send, telling it to go back to the to the home thing. Right, but Other games on the internet where it's happened, they just do a hard reset to power off online. It shouldn't happen. Is that what they call a hard reset these days? Just turning it off and back on again? No, the power. The actual power. Yeah, because it sits in a Should I get the power key stage? out? I was telling Sheepdog in the car on the way over here, my first day at work, I was given an envelope, and inside the, em- and the envelope on the outside just says power key. And there was no explanation of what to do with this. And it just sits there in my drawer. And I'm waiting. But I assume it will be obvious when I'm supposed to use the power key. <laughs> like a little glow, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so perhaps that's what the power key is for. Shall I bring it home and try it in the Xbox and see if it does the job? What do you think the power key's for, Bouncy? I think when one day there's going to be a special alarm go off and your desk will just open up and it will come like, like the bat, in like Batman. There'll be a little fold backwards. There'll just be a keyhole lit up, ready. You'll put it in, and then you'll look at another teacher through a window or through a door, and you'll nod, and you'll both turn at the same time, and then the entire school will take off into orbit to save Sandra Bullock, who's floating around in space. I would love that. Or I wouldn't save her unless she agreed to do another Miss Congeniality. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. So, Anna, um, Zumba, have you been also trying the Xbox fitness thing? Have you tried that at all? I've tried that. 
It's like the eighties. Oh, I want that. I want it to be like the eighties. Has it got people in like a brick room just telling you what to do? Yeah. Oh. There, she's like, um, she's got um, like bungee cord around her, and she's like running away from the wall. Well, she right. took that off. She'd get further. This is what she's doing, and this is why she's. Well, doing. And see, it's just like, oh my god, it's horrible. What I want to do is, I want to get some lycra and some sweatbands, <laughs> and then I'm going to twitch me doing Xbox. Fitness. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake! If you do that, I'm going to smash the internet. <laughs> I just thought. It, it would be a really funny thing for people to watch. Just me, like, getting really wound up with this stupid thing where I go, I am doing it! You'd be Mr. Demotivator. Mr. Demotivator with a bum bag on, yeah. Blacked up with shoe polish or something. Just going, ah, one slept with Vanessa Phelps. Too far. But, um, but no, it's... Uh, uh, no, it, I, I, I just want to get a go. Because Zumba, uh, I had the opportunity to get this week, and I did almost get that as well to Twitch to. It's getting weird. Like I just, I, I kind of want to be an entertainer on there. I don't really want to play the games too much. I just want to play them in a way that's more entertaining. That's, that passes. I felt like that for a few weeks, and then the novelty of Twitch wore off fairly quickly. I don't like playing games now without someone there to talk to over Twitch. I'm, that's my one downfall of being back on the Xbox 360. I don't have anyone there that I can just... I like being able to reference the stuff that just happened and be like, I can't believe that just happened or that was good or whatever. Just anything. I'll get frustrated with a problem. Um, can't wait for more games to come out on PS4. What? I'm playing South Park on the Xbox. I've got a PS4. I'm just saying at the moment I can't record anything um, until I go and get more PS4 games. Set up a webcam. Should, shouldn't yeah. Kip was trying to sell me his uh, Xbox capture thing the other day. I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to buy that. When, you know, it's all dead now. Isn't it? Sounds like you have the perfect opportunity to use it at the moment. I know. How much do you want for it? Too much. Really? I'll make him an offer. <laughs> do I, do I, either of you have the, the PS4 camera when you Twitch, or do you just do it as a, a vocal thing? I did it using my vocal cords. I contemplated getting the camera for my birthday. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The camera bit makes it want me want to be a bit more kind of showy because you then you're very conscious. If you look quite bored or you're just like, oh, I'll scr- I didn't even want to scratch myself in case. Should I get my God. cowboy hat and my pink bean bag out? That's again. the thing. As soon as you've got that, of course, people are going to, it's a, it's a window into the world. So I knew some of the listeners of the show would probably tune in and think, oh, I want to see what Bouncy Castle looked like. Or is he actually going to be in Kev's garage? What's he going to do? And I was tempted to go into the garage at my house with the console <laughs> and just set it up with the garage door open behind me. Can you stop um, referring to my garage as your house, please? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so it did It did kind of make a difference. And I, I do think that is one of the strengths of the Xbox, owner, Xbox One owners is you do have everything set up to, to, to go with rather than having to get that extra if you want that kind of plus. I also find yeah. Xbox One owners tend to be taller and better looking than PS4 owners as well. <laughs> I, I hear that's true. Yeah. I hear that's true, but mostly because their legs strengthen from having to carry the box home. Yeah. Saying that he owns the Xbox and you don't own it. I'm taller than you. You're insane, man. Moving on. Yes, moving on. Um, you played Thief as well. Have you finished that yet? Still looks rubbish whenever I'm watching you play it. Sneaking around and stuff. 
and yeah. occasionally getting to unlock something. Tell me more. <laughs> what now? <laughs> what awful <laughs> brothel this is. I've seen worse. Tells him what. Sorry, I didn't hear you say again. <laughs> what is the everything, Anna? Can you see their badges? Are their badges being lit? <laughs> no, we, uh, she's referring to their shoulder blades. Yeah, that's what we were looking for, shoulder blade action. Well, you have, because you've stolen my laptop again, because you've been playing Diablo 3 all bloody week. I played it for two days. That's what I said, all bloody week. I Uh, I want to have a go now it's been updated. You could have had a go last night when I was. Yeah, we'll get to what you've been up to in a minute. Uh, I was going to play Walking Dead episode two last night, but she went to sleep. So I found myself. Yeah. No, I was on the. I was just on the internet. Yes, we've had. This week, I've been to bed at like half nine, tenish, and I normally sit up till midnight. So I know what you mean. It's been a, it's been a long, tiring week. Scorpion mm. King, The Rock. Jack Skellington. I didn't even move. <laughs> which is gun that's probably because I got my new gaming mouse which you can click faster on rather than that cheap five ninety nine one we were using before 599 mm. there's also a um, I'd quite like a looking on my laptop over the weekend because there's a as double XP on Marvel Heroes this weekend. Probably end up in South Park as well. We'll just buy a new computer tomorrow, well, shall we? Well, we'll buy me one. Well, next week, next Friday, I won't care that your laptop is Don't spoil next week's Hades shopping list. So I had a look at the uh, HD videos of Final Fantasy X. HD, and it doesn't look any different to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't look any... Did you know, I, 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 I don't know, maybe it's because the video I was watching it probably wasn't an HD thinking about it. It's probably just you moron! Probably just, it, I pressed play on my phone, so I don't know, maybe that was the issue. Yeah, it, it was streaming it over 3G at the time as well. I played it at Eurogamer and had no idea what was going on. I forgot how crap the start is. It tries to be really cool and good. But... Yeah. Yeah. It's rubbish. Do you two want to carry on your Final Fantasy conversation it's, anywhere else? Yeah. Do you want me to go and fetch my tallest dwarf and show you that? 
Ah, no, thank you. No, thank you, Jeff. I've seen him. Uh, Excellent. I've played. Uh, I've played football manager. No, you didn't. Right, hold on. I actually did because um, I've started playing football manager classic rather than football manager proper full fat version because. Well, it, it, within Football Manager, there's two different versions. There's Full Fat Normal Football Manager, which is the full-on simulation mode. Oh, that's full mode. Yeah. Uh, and there's Football Manager Classic, which is the cut-down version with all the extras taken out, which is going to be the version that's on the Vita. Because it, that's the one that has the cross-save with Vita. And this week, they announced that the Vita version is finally coming out next month for the bargainous price of 25 of your English pounds. I've already made them an offer. Um, and um, so I've started playing around that, trying to get my head around how it works because it's different because you don't have, you don't really do any of the press conferences, any of the player interactions. So whereas keeping your team motivated and happy is a, and blended together and only introducing players a little bit at a time and that's all really important in simulation mode, that's utterly irrelevant in Classic. It's all about how good are your players, how good are your tactics it turns out I'm not very good at picking players or creating tactics. All I know how to do is sort of massage the system and get my team really stupid happy so they play well. I've started three different saves on Football Manager Classic this week and just can't do it. Really struggling. You can skip the games, though. You can skip the games. quick. But that makes it even harder to check if your tactics are working. And because it's all about how good are the players, how good are your tactics... You're not even watching the games. You don't even know. All you do is see the scores, and it becomes a complete lottery then. So I'm trying to work it out. I always just play with two wingers, one up front, one defensive midfielder, and whatever else anyone else You're giving me tactic spoilers. You know how I feel about tactic spoilers. Because it's quicker. A full full season of football manager takes between 12 and 15 hours for me to go through normally. Whereas this, I could play for a season in an evening. Because then it... No. Because it's all about... I'm convinced he hasn't been playing it at all. I was discussing this on my way home with the lady who gives me a lift. I said... Oh, yeah, yeah. He walks around with his MacBook. Wearing his suit. Arguing with his players. But I'm getting ready because I want to play it on the Vita. Because he ever like, Fernando's only asked for a transfer. And you're like, ooh. I often tell her about what part of the country I'm going to go and live in. He was sitting there playing a game. He wants to ask me if certain players in the team. Like, I would know. What do you mean? I sat there yesterday. A, I've been asking Oh, no, that was that was real-life football. I can't remember. I was just going to... I can't remember who it was. There was some football. I was just going to say, does so-and-so still play for so-and-so? And then I realised who I was talking to. <laughs> Every time we've had a review that says, what's the bare minimum? I've turned to my wife and said, what's the bare minimum? And the first few times she didn't know. And I kept on. And now she knows the answer. She tells me. I've been winding up with that all week. They'll, and, gen- um, they'll genetically die out. I keep asking her random game questions. Or Yesterday I was asking her, which beer should I drink next? She, I don't care. I was like, well, you need to pick one because I can't decide. <laughs> She sat there for ages going, the one with the black bottle, and they're both black bottles. <laughs> the one that contains ale, they're both, oh, it's just like, you need to pick one. I'm spitting feathers over here. But um, yeah, asking people completely wrong game questions is how it should be played. I'm, I'm convinced you're not even uh, playing it. You've just been every week 
you put football manager on there. Um, I was talking to the lady because we left home from work. I was saying, I think you basically haven't done anything. So you think, right, football manager, I can talk about that. Easy street. And then I've noticed this week, because you're starting to notice, oh, I can't keep just putting football manager and pretending I've been playing that. So you've put two game-making softwares that yeah. you may have used at work. No. Um, well, I'm I have. pretty That's... sure you haven't used these to do any gaming. Um, I have been... I smell a ruse. No, Football Manager, I only put on when that's all I've played. So yeah, most yeah, weeks, it's not on there. Last two weeks, it's been on there because I have been playing nothing but Football Manager. That's the thing. When I'm playing Football Manager, I'm not playing anything else because there's no point. Football you Manager is the best game hand, in the world. Yeah, but it's not the same. Football Manager's Football Manager. If I'm playing that, I'm playing that for a month and I won't play anything else. And then I won't touch it again for another month. But then I'll go back to it and hit that for a month. When I was on the Vita, it was just Vita game after Vita game and I didn't mm. touch anything else. I'll swing back. I might play a console game at some point. We've got like five or six Xbox One games sat there that I've played quarter of an hour of each of. So I could probably go back and play. I could have an Xbox One month. It does feel weird. You, you'll talk about like, I don't know, five or six games in a month's worth of podcasts. And I'll be thinking, I've played sort of five games all the way through over two months worth of shows sort of thing and dotted other games around it. It does So, so now I know you're only doing 15 minutes of your ones. Yeah, Rise, Son of Rome, I've played for less than an hour. Need for Speed, Rivals, I've played for less than an hour. Um, that's because it got broken. I played it quite a lot when it, when it first arrived. Yeah, but that would involve me having the telly, which you just told me I can't have in a week because there's no point in me getting into Battlefield if I can't have the telly. Yeah, but that's not long enough. You can't just play it once or twice. No, no you can't. No, you no. have to get into it. You have to do it every night for a couple of weeks. That's how these he things work. Good at it. He's got to get up to the point where he can drive around and capture the flag quite easily. Exactly. And the Them's the rules. Do you have it on PS4 or Xbox? PS4, I played it with you, you numbskull. I wondered then, I suddenly thought we played it together, but I couldn't remember if I was thinking the right... Yeah, so why don't we do that? Let's meet up and play it in a week. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but the two game development thingies I've been playing, because I mentioned to you earlier, I have been mulling over a game. Oh, yeah. And um, see how I'm linking our two shows together here quite skillfully. Mm. I've been mulling over a game. Every time I go out walking the dog... I'm adding little bits of the design of it in my head. And I have started making some notes. I've even started sketching out a rough little map. Um, no, I really have. Uh, no, I don't listen to that very often at all. This is while I'm um, just listening to music and stuff. I'm walking around and thinking, oh, and it's all just sort of very slowly taking shape in my head. So I'm trying to work out how I can make it. You sound like uh, what I was doing about two months ago. Now. Because it needs to be an open world-ish, RPG-ish type game. And the only way I can do it in my head, I could make it a text adventure with <laughs> the skills that I have. But I can't do anything else, really. Um, so I've got Game Salad sat on the Mac, which... The downside to this is that it's basically for iOS apps, but it is just drag and drop, plug and play, and stick all your um, algorithms and stuff in, and it just works. Apparently, the App Store is full of games that are developed on this of people who don't even know how to code, but it's limited to just being touchscreen nonsense, which I don't really want to do. So I've had a bit of a play around with that, and then I've downloaded Unity. 
Yes. That's where I got to. And a map on that, you need a depth map or some nonsense. Yeah. And that, that, I sat there, I downloaded a load, I tried to make my own one, it all got a bit annoying. Um, Whereas Game Salad, I can just draw a map in Photoshop and drop it in. Mm. So... I'm trying to work out, can this idea I've got work at touchscreen? I don't think it really can. But it, you can make it as a um, a Mac App Store download um, on that. So I could have keyboard controls, stick it on the Mac App Store, and then hope some millionaire idiot comes <laughs> along and says, ah, what a sterling idea. Here, have a million pounds. Um, and we're going to send you on a three-day course to teach you how to make this for a proper gaming machine. Wouldn't it work in anything like Game Maker, RPG Maker? I've that? been look. I've got. I've stuck RPG Maker on my Steam wish list. So the next time that's seventy-five percent off. I'm having that, but it's fifty quid at the moment. I'm not paying fifty quid for it. Remember but in the Steam well sale, years and years ago, in the Steam free. sale, it was twelve pound fifty over Christmas, and I looked at it for ages and thought, right. Well, I can't think of any game I'd want to make, but now I've got the game, but I don't want to pay 50 quid for RPG Maker. So I'm thinking that might be the way forward. But if nothing else, I'll just start coding it in as, as a text adventure. Once I've drawn my maps and I can start doing branching my story off and all that nonsense, I might end up making the world's finest text adventure. <laughs> could you not just write it out as a plan and then eventually... Someone and invent a way of making it. I could just learn how to do it. I should be able to do it. You know, I have a degree in this nonsense. I should be able to do it. I'm I'm pretty confident I can make mine over summer. Not over summer, but I could start mine in summer. My idea. Hmm. Wouldn't it be brilliant if our ideas are the same and we're in direct competition with each other? They won't be. Mine doesn't exist. Yours involve a sailor. No. no semen in my game. Actually, there is some semen in my game. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah. No. I'm working on a game. No, really? you're not. I am. What are you I working actually on? actually am. Has yours got any um, sailors in it? I talked about it about five weeks ago on the podcast. I was going to do it in March, once I got four in February out of the way. And uh, I started work on it this week. And, uh, yeah, I'm using a piece of software called Twine. That's string bouncy. That's not software. No, This is basically uh, it makes the game in a HTML format. So you can do a kind of nonlinear text-based uh, adventure narrative that everybody can just browse and look at on the internet and go through. And uh, it's all in notebook form at the moment. I'm working out an adventure. It's uh, based on Eurogamer Expo last year. And it's going to start off with just actually as it happened. But then there'll be various we can take choices. Like you're on the train. Kev pulls out a bottle of Hobgoblin um, beer. Do you drink the beer? Or are you or rude you... and just leave it, there? <laughs> <laughs> leave it there? You leave the beer. Kev's, Kev just glares at you for half an hour. You feel a bit <laughs> self-conscious. You don't really like the beer, but feel you should have drank it after all. Yes, you, you are should. British. And that sort of thing. So that's going to be the start of it. And then when it goes to the evening, once we get to like the tapas bar, from that point on, it can go very, very wrong. Because when I don't know if you remember... did we go to a tapas bar? <laughs> I was thinking that. What? The, when we were outside, where you had the chair lifted up, that was a tapas bar. 
Remember? Oh yeah, that really oh, yeah. place. Oh, where we where we slowly emptied the place by just taking over with nerds. Oh, yeah. I remember. But yeah, I was thinking. You remember when we went through the tube station? Did any of you see what happened when Logan, the bigger boy, the his oyster car didn't work? You no. remember what happened? No. <laughs> I think you were slightly ahead. I was near the back with them guys. Did he hulk up? Basically, no. He he put his oyster card on. He's like, oh fuck's sake. So he then took his oyster card out of his wallet and put it on. It still didn't work. So he just put his arms up in the air, just walked through the gate and broke one of them. I up. saw that, yeah. I did. <laughs> and I just thought, from that point on, we could like it could turn into a police chase. It could, it could be anything. So the whole game is basically you can play as me uh, at Eurogamer. So do I end up sleeping in the room with Sheepdog? Do I end up <laughs> in a room with Fireman? Do I end up in a police cell? You get to decide how it goes. And so I am working on that, and it should be so- I'm favourite. So, this site in summary, yeah. in summary, within a within a few months, this show is just going to be the three of us all promoting our own games and not talking <laughs> about anything else at all ever. We're yeah. going to become that show. Well, no, because I just I want. I've always, when I was younger, I worked on a website called Consoles and Conquers, and uh, as part of that, I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Who laughed at that? Sheep dog. Jesus, that was a bit creepy. Yeah, Consoles and Conquers, which is basically... <laughs> <laughs> is there a problem? <laughs> he seems really happy with this. <laughs> is that where the playground never ends? Is that your tagline? Yeah. Have you just Googled that? <laughs> <laughs> we made it to look like an old... Um, They're not pictures of you on the main page, are they? Uh, I don't think I'm on there anymore. I think we <laughs> Two little else. kids covered in games. Oh, yeah, wow. No. This website. Oh. <laughs> Were you Captain Commodore or Professor Packworth? No. no, I was none of them. I was... Arnold Armstrong, the <laughs> abstract astronaut. My, my reviews oh. are still on there. There's all my like, little stories and stuff are on there still, but I left the website. and They've bombed. got a whole section on Sabutio. Yeah. Look here for a diary. 29th of June, that was my other idea for a game, actually. When I um, when I gave up with the well, when I thought I might not be able to make <laughs> my game in Game Salad, I thought there's never been a good Sabutio game. I could do that as a touchscreen job. So that's another idea I've got a Sabutio style game. But carry on, Bouncy. Yeah, so Dear Conquerites, stand before that you. website. Was about a decade ago we started working. No, it wasn't. It was 2006. That was the last update. What was the first update? Uh, it's just you calling them conquerites. What is that? So anyway, my point is, when I worked on that website, I was going to make a point-and-click adventure like Monkey Island and Summer Max and stuff like that. And I downloaded a piece of software, allowed me to do it. I had an artist who was going to make all the sprites for me, and uh, and I was and I made it. It was basically it started off as. Uh, in the Constant Conquer's office and you went out into the town and you were trying to get to an arcade and stuff. And I built about a third of the game but never finished it off. And it always annoyed me, but the reason I didn't finish it off is I looked at it and I thought, oh, that was awful. I wish I'd just done a text-based adventure. And then Twine was introduced to me as a stopgap because you can do quite a good text-based adventure because that's what I do. I mean, I'm good at writing. I'm not so good at coding. And um, so they were like, well, yeah, you can do it on that. You don't need to know anything. You just put it in the order you want it to go, which path it goes down, and just literally put it in. So it's a bit like the fighting fantasy books or whatever. And just put it in. So I thought, well, why not? Why not give it a go? And uh, I'm kind of tempted to do one a month. But 
see how it see how it goes. That's like a there. genius idea. I'm actually being a nerd. I'm thinking I might use that in teaching. I could be like, you couldn't understand the previous task. Do you a do this support task I've offered you here, or b this one here? It's like quite useful. Yeah, sounds brilliant. Uh, so <laughs> I'm reading why you didn't we at the moment. 9th of December 2006. Yeah, when I gave my Wii reservation to a young lad. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, if you do want to look at that website, it's www.consolesandconquers.co.uk. And uh, uh, one game developer, Arch McLean, uh, when we explained to him why it was called that, uh, and they were the two most important things on the playground, he went, and breasts. So in some areas of the site, it just does go consoles and conquers and in brackets and breasts because of him. But it was, yeah, it was a good little site and it's still there and it deserves a little look because there's some really good bits of writing on there. They just unfortunately... Plus just... some stuff you did. Ah. <laughs> so, um... Is this hey. you just as a Mortal Kombat player? No. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking at that. But I'm also, my mum bought me an app building an app game building course as well so i've got that as a an e-learning course that's supposed to take about six weeks to to finish so i'm then might be building apps games as well but i don't know i, I don't know if i'll get should we it. knock this podcast bullshit on the head and just start a studio no no because <laughs> no. I, I i quite like this to be honest mm. even even if we got like if we got bigger than biffle right then Easily done we, we could still do it we'd still be allowed to do the show Awesome. That's all we have to do. Just in the meantime, don't release anything until we know we're going to be bigger than Biffle. And then we won't contravene our own rule. Are you mm. saying we're not already bigger than Biffle? Well, I am. I stood next to him. We have, I have a bigger girth. I say I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm taller, taller than he is. Yeah, so Anna's not there. She's letting us down. Anna. She's stretch her legs. She's got bigger boobs than he has. That's true. That's true. So... Although he is always accompanied by Robbie and Proton, so he has got a bigger <laughs> pair of twits. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, so uh, no, so I think it's good. I think it's good that we're kind of going into these little weird experiment areas, though, rather than just sort of going and trying to say, right, I want to make Flappy Bird. We are all sort of looking at things from the point of view of what we want to make, which is okay. It'd be interesting to see how that pans out, wouldn't it? I would happily make Flappy Bird though for the money. Oh yeah. The only reason, the only thing that worries me about mine is I'm not making it. Because I think it'll be any good. I'm making it because it interests me, which is good in one way. Yeah, but that's that's. But, a, that, I mean, with mine. Let's face it. That's been our attitude to podcasting <laughs> for the last four years, yeah. so we should be all right. But with mine, I mean, it's like I'm thinking: could that be a new way of writing an article, where the article links to a, tw- a Twine game, where you can kind of create the own ending to the article? I just, I, I just think it's there's a potential there. That I or interesting way of regaling them in our tales of whatever. Yeah. yeah, but also see how if somebody else was making our decisions for us, what would have happened? You know, like if you had someone else does make your decisions for you. You do. Yeah, my throat yeah. hurts from trying to conceal that laugh to the point where my throat yeah, exploded. You didn't do a good job. <laughs> I was holding it in because I didn't want to interrupt, and it just got worse. <laughs> the title just made me chuckle so much. And calling people conquerites. I don't even know why it tickled me, Bouncy, but that site was quite sweet because it looks like it's it looks like it's from the nineties. I'm quite surprised. Yeah, that's what from... we wanted to do. We wanted to make a site that looked like the school computers we had when we were at school. And the whole thing was we we didn't want anything modern. We we really we were reluctant to put it on MySpace. That's <laughs> that was how kind of that was how kind of the early two thousands it was. We thought we could get some hits on MySpace. 
but we don't want to go on MySpace. That's terrible and wanky. So yeah, all the backgrounds look had to look like A4 paper. Uh, we yeah, had. I hate Macintosh like, sign. Yeah, Every, everything about it. So yeah, it is. I'm very proud of that website. It is most people have this shitty old Geocities website, and I've got this really cool kind of retro looking site that I can just go back to every now and then and go. Yeah, hey, I just clicked don't enter the site yeah, and I still here. entered the site. <laughs> That's exactly what I did as you were saying that. You think we're not going to trick people into still entering the site? Mm. Do you ever still but, talk yeah. to uh, Captain Commodore and Professor uh, okay. Packworth, the platform playboy? I never, I never spoke to them. Too. I used to base it with me and... Uh, Arnold Armstrong, the Amstrad astronaut. And me and the captain used to do it. His name was Mike. I met him at a B&B in Warwick once. We went to Warwick a retro and his wife rang him up. She's a copper. Uh, she, they weren't married at the time, but rang him up to say, are you there? Is he a bit weird? And while she, if he's on the phone going, no, 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 he's fine, I pulled a screwdriver out of my pocket and put it on the side table because you have to take a screwdriver with you when you go away. And uh, he went, he did just pull a screwdriver out. You just heard this little voice going, get out. Get out now. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, so then we went and picked up his brown friend, as he called him. And uh, I have my mate there and we got lost in... Uh, Levington Spa, and yeah, it was a good, it was a good day. But he's a really nice guy. But unfortunately, I wanted to do more with the site, and he didn't have time. So I went off and did Lollacost, and he kind of got a bit disenchanted because I abandoned it. And then he tried to bring it back for a bit, and uh, he sent me a lovely message because I, I still link to it. It's all on every website I do. I do try and get a link or a mention of it every now and then. And he does email me every time a new uh, link gets put in. He just goes, "Thanks for that. I, I appreciate it." So, yeah, he's a really, really nice guy, really top guy. But, May 2010 uh, was the last time he did anything on there. Yeah, which is weird. It's really weird. But at the same time, without it, I wouldn't be here. Because without that, I wouldn't have been Lollacost. Without Lollacost, I wouldn't have been on Twitter. And without Twitter, I wouldn't have met you. Without you, I wouldn't be here. So you can blame. You can blame. And without, um, without the games animal Dave Perry, who lost at Mario 64 and Games Master, I'd have never met the captain. And I'd have never met Games Animal Dave Perry if I wasn't searching from Jet from Gladiators. So, realistically, this He's entire talking. no, this entire podcast that I'm here because Jet from Gladiators existed. So we can blame Jet. It would have been the uh, Kev show featuring Steve. Yeah, yeah. Whoever Jet. Kev's wonder extravaganza featuring <laughs> Steve. But yeah. So, and if you want to know more about that tweet. Get me on Twitter about it because I don't think I think we've spent enough time talking about the last ten years of me. Let's let's move well, on. Well, to be fair, no one asked as well. <laughs> I I had to ask. I, my throat is still really killing me from. I, I won't ask, and then I couldn't hold it in. Well, I'm I'm glad you've seen it. Um, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed it. At least one of us is the Twinery. It's just Twinery, not the. <laughs> Finery.org for, for Bounce's game. I've place. just favorited it, did it? Me too. You there? Me? Yeah. Have you bought a ticket for MGPX yet? Do I have to? I'd like it if you did. Why? Or if, at least if you didn't, convince some other people why they should um, just to continue lining the old MGP pockets. You need to commit to coming so we know how many people are coming. Because if, like Kev said last week, if no one's coming, we won't, you know, it won't really bother me, is there? A um, lot of people have said they've booked hotels. Which well, is that doesn't all well give us good. any money. We, do we own any hotels at the moment? Uh, no, we sold them all to pay for the yacht. But 
if you've done it, you've got the hotel sorted and you're planning on coming down and you booked it off work and all of that. Can you do the, the one remaining piece of the puzzle and confirm with us that you are just so we have a list of people yeah, confirm with cold, hard cash. Any kind of confirmation would be suitable. Just so that we financial, know. any kind of financial conversation, conversation, <laughs> confirmation. Um, in it, fact, let's have the financial conversation about your financial confirmation. Because I started to pay us that said, please. are you coming? And there was a good 50 people that said they were plus people, plus extras. Hang on. Did you just say there was 50 good people plus some <laughs> no, other people a, as a well? A good 50 people plus extras. So that I had 50 definite. Yes, I am coming. Plus some of them are bringing plus ones. Um, what golf trousers? Yeah, we have no, barely anyone has said they're coming officially. Bought tickets, you mean? Yeah. Why are you pussyfooting around I'm the not, whole asking for money thing, you big girl? No, you, I, I think you made it quite clear. If I was pussyfooting around it, I'd have told you to be quiet. What I'm saying is not even. You have kicked of, me under the table several times. I'm not tall enough to reach you from here, even if I tried. But um, it, people have just clicked yes on the forum, and that's that. No one's sort of like, yeah, we are. Definitely. 110%. Good sales pitch. Um, we're also, did you know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to Rest in Birmingham, um, which I assume is the one in England and not Alabama. Depends how these funds go, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I think we're going there anyway. Alabama. Alabama, did you just say? Alabama. Wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone else picked up on that bouncy. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, yeah, so in a couple of weeks, we're at rest on the Saturday the 29th. Um, come over, say hello, um, buy us lunch. That's, that, that's fine. I would say buy us a beer, but I've got to drive home. So um, lunch would be better. Snacks. Um, I quite like sausage rolls. If you want to bring some of them with you. If you walk up to a bag of sausage rolls, offer us one, sorted. And that's at Rezd. Come say hello. Um, which brings us on to AD's shopping list for the week, um, which I've actually found three games this week, which is not like me at all. I've scoured the internet high and low. Um, something called Titanfall um, is out on the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, and the personal computer. Um, Bouncy got it, didn't you? I did. I did. As did nine other people in my shop today. I was very surprised. Well, I never. We haven't bothered in the end. Cancelled the pre-order. Because, uh, have you played it yet? No. No, it's, it's next to me on the sofa. Because I'm a little more interested now, having read a bit about it on the forum, because there does seem to be a story now. There is like a, as you can pick either side, and then there's like a kind of a four-hour-long story, uh, story mode per side, which then unlocks uh, all the Titan classes. So it's kind of like it is. There is a story, but the story is a multiplayer-based thing as well. So it's kind of like single-player but multiplayer, and there's a story to it. And and yet, the weirdest thing, the biggest criticism of the game, is that they've added a story mode because <laughs> people are like, well, the story mode feels a bit tacked on, as opposed to usually where it's like, well, the multiplayer mode feels a bit tacked on. Uh, this in, in this case, I think because we all expect it to just be multiplayer matches only. Now there's a story mode. People are like, oh. That's, um... But it does make me more tempted to go and get it if I can just mm. sit there and play for a story mode at my leisure. Yeah. So um, might uh, might have to make you an offer on one of these at some point. Really? Right. Uh, so I get carried away. He said they, they said it was tacked on. I'm thinking three pounds. Um, Dark Souls Two is out on all the retro consoles. Um, which does anyone care about this? Yeah. Really. Yeah. 
Yeah, Dark Souls. It has a, a, a rabid fan base. Yeah, exactly. And I, um, I suspect that if you had a Venn diagram of the Dark Souls fan base and our fan base, there's not going to be much middle section. I think you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. I know, I know there's a, a, a few people in the forum have been quite excited. One of the forum members ordered it from a shop. Um, so he's got that wing in his way to him with an extra little special thing in the envelope that we put in as a, a bonus. To special say. things in people's envelopes. We realised, I mean, this week I realised I've not been putting little compliment slips. Well, I should. I thought I could sign it and just say, cheers, all, all, all the love, Nate, flash, oh, Nate, stop flash, it, Nate. bouncy. <laughs> um, which I did put on a, on a PayPal receipt earlier. I did sign that, Nate, slash, mate, slash, bouncy. Mm. And a smiley face. I thought that was funny. And then hope that that person was actually listening to the podcast, not someone who just messaged me over the internet saying, can I order a game? Because they're like, you're not my mate. And who's bouncy? We on about. <laughs> but, um, but yes, we need to get some confidence tips sorted out to put in. But for this, we just thought we'd put an extra little treat in the in Would the you envelope. like us to sponsor the compliment slips for you? You could do. Compliment could do. slips sponsored by the Mature Gamer Podcast. Put the logo on there, couldn't I? Yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to just make a small donation to our charity of choice. Is the uh, the bouncy balls home for retro games? Interesting. And uh, it basically we need two bottles of Malibu a month to keep all the consoles nice and clean, and that don't grow on trees, is it? I'm not so sure. It's got coconut in. They grow on trees, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Maybe it does. Yeah, but certainly elements of it grow on trees. Yeah. Um, so, are you getting dark, or have you got Dark Souls two? Uh, it's Dark Souls one is phenomenally well-known as being bastard hard. Um, and that's not me being crude. That's probably... if you were That's to, the scientific you, term. For yeah, it, if it? you were to go to a library and read the book adaptation of it, it would be in the bastard hard game section. Uh, it is pure punishment. And when it, when I came, it went really cheap on the Xbox 360 digital version of like £3 for the game. So I bought it. But then was going through my marriage breakup, and I thought the last thing I want to do now is be punished repeatedly by a game when feeling a bit miserable mm. and walk around in the fog. So I've never gone back to it. But I know a lot of people who have. I mean, most people on Holocaust have played it and really enjoyed it. Um, Synaptic Flare, who listens to this, has, uh, has has been going through it and is loving it. So I, I keep meaning to go to it. There's got to be something a bit wrong with someone who really enjoys something that you have just described as punishment. It's just a bit odd. People are weird. The, the thing is, from what I've gathered from talking to people, is that it's punishing until you work out what you're supposed to be doing, and then it becomes a point where actually you can play the game. Uh, rather than it being a hand-holding operation, that a lot of games seem to be these days, where it's just you get shot, you absorb it, you go around a corner and you get better. This is, if you make a mistake, you're likely to die. And that's, that's a rarity these days, but also, I think, a good thing. So it does exist. They did two versions of this that have been released. Well, four, actually. But the two main ones are the regular version, obviously, and the um, I think the Black Armor edition, which comes with the soundtrack stuff. In Japan, they did a version with little miniature versions of the weapons from the game, which Vimesy asked me to try and source from the shop. And that's so difficult to find at a reasonable price. I could have got it, but it was about £900. Which... Charge Vimesy 1500 and you sorted. If it was John, I'd have had no problem. <laughs> I've, I've met Vimes. I've seen his coats. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's not a guy who's got 900 quid kicking about. It was, it was, wait, it wasn't that price when it came out. It was just because it was so limited. People were then charging stupid prices. And the only one I could get in the UK, 
Uh, well, it was, it's been imported from Germany, actually. It was in, it, they'd got it from Japan and were then selling it in Europe. And uh, so that was the cheapest I could get, which was ridiculous. Um, so I didn't go. But it is, it is interesting that the game got that much of a kind of a fan base that they can do that. Because even Final Fantasy is kind of erred away from ridiculously. I know they have done expensive flesh editions, but something that's only really had one and a half games in the series to then come out the gate with something like that is, is quite surprising. So, yeah. Then obviously there's the third release this week, Kev. Yoshi's Island. No, Yoshi's New Island on the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. The Can we just have a, a, just a check around the table? Do we say Yoshi or Yoshi? Yoshi. Seeing if any of you say it wrong. Yoshi. Thank you. Bouncy? I say Yoshi. That's right. Then. So we all say it correctly. Excellent. It was the Ireland slash Ireland that I wasn't sure on there. <laughs> the Yoshi's Island. It's Yoshi's, Yoshi's New Island. Is it like his vision? Of... It, Yoshi's New Island. Is that better? Do you feel better now? <laughs> Taking Ireland out of bankruptcy, rebuilding their economy. Yeah. Giant um, eggs in this one. That's on the 3DS. There isn't the Yoshi's Ireland meme online. I'm annoyed. You carry on. It's always well, green. You can add it to your new Twitter account. And it came out the week of St. Patrick's Day. It's obviously Yoshi's New Island, isn't it? Yeah. Makes sense now. But yeah, is this, this any good? Do I have to buy um, this? It's all right. It's oh, not, no, I won't bother them. not doing great. I mean, we've, we sold out. We had four copies in and did sell them all first day. But that's because people on Nintendo consoles want a new game full stop. So when one comes out, they buy it. But I would be surprised if we don't get someone try and trade it in next week. I was going to say, bearing in mind the biggest Nintendo release of the decade probably is out next week um, on both the Wii U and the 3DS. That chess game that I can't remember the name of. It's about chess. Just looks good. Yeah. Chess look good. something. Chess look good. Uh, that's out <laughs> I'll have, next I'll week. Have to, I'll have to check that the out. Wii chess, is it? No, it's not. It's, I don't think it's a Nintendo one. Pure chess. Might be that. Chess game might have been called yeah, as well. Yeah, pure chess, March 20th. Oh, there you go. Four ninety nine. Hopefully people will want to trade in Yoshi against that then. And then they'll trade all of that in the Goat Simulator for the 1st of <laughs> April. <laughs> Which does look brilliant. Yeah. In a ridiculous way. It's just a shame it's release date is the 1st of April because surely it's a gag. No, it's, it is it is a kind of thing. They've had it. You can you can play the demo version of it. So whether it will actually release release or whether it's just going to be a an odd one, I don't know. But I mean, you look at Surgeon Simulator. That was a gag, weren't it? That then became a full game. So, but this is just crying out for someone to make a Stoke mod. If it someone is. puts a Stoke mod in it, that's my life on the internet complete. I'll retire from the internet if I can play Goat Simulator with a Stoke on its back all the way through. Yeah. But you Even, don't class that as part of the goat and stoat rule, do you? It has to be an unedited, yeah, natural picture, naturally occurring stoat and goat. Yeah, but this would tide me over for a little while. I'd have a two-day break from the internet then, <laughs> if that happened. I want to see the... Uh, and then when that does really well, I'd like to see the, the kind of Mario Kart clone version where you get a motor stoat. Oh. One bear. Bouncy. Yes. News me. One bear. No. 
Oh, news year. Sorry. Um, right. So, uh, remember when we went last went to London? Yes. And we, we tried to go to Loading Bar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we get in? Because we were drinking bubble tea. Was that with you? Did you have bubble yeah, tea with him? Yeah, that was then. Cause it was just oh, it was closed, around. wasn't it? It was closed. Well, now, can't go at all. It's gone. What? Been kicked out. Why? Well, something kicked out. It had a, like a one-year lease. It's now left. It's no longer in that mango place. Oh. It was mangoes, weren't it? Yeah, mad about Are they mangoes. relocating to a room that's big enough? They are relocating or looking for a permanent site which will be bigger and more fit for purpose. So I'm quite excited about that because that was the issue, really. Is it? I mean, it was... It was smaller than my pantry. It yeah. was a tiny, 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 tiny but place. But bearing in mind, the guy, and I think his name was James. James. Uh, James on that. There he was. Uh, he just Jimmy. wanted to try it out to see if it would do well. well. If you think about it, in that year, we'd been there. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did E2, didn't he? The only thing. Rob He's and Proton have been there. Yeah. Pro- they did E2 there. too. They did, yeah. You've got coders going there and developers going there to do kind of sessions. They had board game nights. They had big promotional things with Capcom and what have you. So, I mean, all in all, as a pop-up, that's as successful as I think you can ever expect to be. It's a tiny like little space. Is that he was right next to all of them people. So yeah. he can't move far, can he? Because they're not all going to just nip him for a quick pint if well, he's outside of London. Well, you say that, but if you're, yeah, but if you're only 10 minutes away by tube, that's not... Uh, I don't know. He's, he was very much lucky that he was in the time and place situation. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I'm not Plus, trying... Plus, we're going to be opening up our own version of it in that mango shop yeah. that it was in before. We've now taken over that cellar. Um, we're going to be having... One corner of it is going to be our little development studio that we're running. Um, and then the other half, we're going to sell bacon rolls and uh, crisps and stuff. Sausage rolls. Mm, and eggnog. because no, you like eggnog. too much meat in your sausage roll because you're weird. And we'll have eggnog and mulled wine all through the year. Then oh. Sheepdog would be so happy, wouldn't he? I, I put on Twitter the other day, I had probably this summer's, well, the only bottle of mulled wine I'll get this summer because all the shops have suddenly put it on sale and it's out of stock now. We've got rosé here, inexplicably. Um, looking on Twitter, he's talking about his move at the moment. He needs to sort out some consistencies. Twitter accounts called Drink, Relax, Play. His yeah. building is called Mad About Mangoes. And it's well, no, his building is Mad About Mangoes. His website uh, is Drink, Relax, Play as yeah, well. The shop he has, I think it's in Dorset or Cornwall, is Drink, Relax, Play. He has actually got a, a permanent place. The London thing was an experiment. With, and he designed his coffee as the loading coffee. So the idea was it was brand, it was kind of tied in with the coffee stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think I think by his own admission, he'll say he did far better than he ever expected. And ho- I genuinely hope he does even better. I'd like to see him in a, in a really big establishment and, and become a mecca for gamers wanting a drink <laughs> and wanting to play stuff. But yeah, deep in. He, sh- he should. Uh, so then, obviously, the second biggest news of the week was the gaming BAFTAs. I assume we've all watched them. The GAFTAs. I don't really care for award ceremonies. They're meaningless. Well, I've read the results online. After we weren't invited as well, bear in mind we're BAFTA veterans. You do, you do have to apply. Yeah, I, did, I did actually... I have a man who does things like that for me. Yeah, and he just failed to do so. For next year, Sheepdog, get us in. I yeah. asked him about it. <laughs> you asked, we got friends at, at Yuki and BAFTA. That's, I know, that I asked been a good, You didn't ask them. I you did. Just went, you I just shouted them. out your window over the noise of uh, parrot mating calls. 
Can we have tickets to Basta? And uh, nobody responded. That's not the same thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so obviously, if you all know the results, there's no point in playing the little game of what you got. But obviously, the big well, it was just were... the Last of Us won everything. I oh, just guess at that. And tear away, tear away did really well. And obviously, Rockstar and GTA Five did brilliantly well. I think well, it's but... ridiculous that GTA Five was best British game. How much of it is actually done here? The whole thing, pretty much. Scotland, really, the Scottish company, yeah. Uh, it's not developed in Scotland, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I, it's I just feel that it's not. Rockstar North, <laughs> it's Scottish company. Uh, I've read a big thing about them when it's coming out. Uh, it's, uh, they started off making, um, well, they worked on the, the, the Worms adaptation, and then they did the... Uh, Grand Theft Wormo. There, and they did <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. And yeah, so... Um, they're 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 a big they're a big deal. Uh, oh, gone home did well. Is that why Scotland's there for exactly. doing these games? It's why, it's why we shouldn't allow them to have independence. Otherwise, crackdown would. Well, it's not up to us. We've established it. Scott Minto decides this. Well, I, I've never heard this argument. I don't know where. We well, should listen is. to the UK's best podcast with best in the title. Yeah, I've. I've um, I don't think I will. Uh, so, game innovation was the one that actually the only category where I got a bit angry. Because in there, you've got Papers, Please, Stanley Parable, Tearaway, Year Walk, GTA 5, and Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. Now, I don't think GTA 5 should win anything for innovation because it didn't innovate on anything at all. So, out of those, which would you say was the most innovative game? Brothers. Why Brothers? Because the controls messed with my head. But but Tearaway was so innovative, though it did it did so much. Whereas that really the not only really it didn't really do anything that Little Big Planet hadn't already done on the Vita. Yeah, you press the back of the screen. Yeah, all right, I've done that. I mean, it was a brilliant game, but it was it just paper gimmick. All it did was use all the stuff that Sony had put in the Vita. But the whole paper thing. That was nice, but I thought the control scheme on Brothers and the way it told the story without actually telling any story was really quite good. I thought it was really, really good. Well, that's it. So it won, basically, because it used two functions. I mean, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, did that actually win? It won. It won. Yeah. Oh, what do you know? Which surprised me. Given mind that Tearaway had done other stuff, uh, I'm, I, mean, I am pleased, don't get me wrong, it's still, they're all good games on that list. But, really? I mean, Stanley Parable, in terms of innovation on, narr- uh, on narrative and voiceover, I thought was Plus very, the very second good. best demo of the year. <laughs> Shut it. Uh, year Walk was brilliant right i need you to explain this to me i've been meaning to ask you about year walk for ages because i downloaded this onto my phone around christmas time off the back of you harping on about it so much i have no idea what i'm supposed to do i've started it up and i don't know what to do are you listening to it when it's talk have you got sound is he already going to fail uh basically it's based on a um kind of scandinavian mythology uh, it is coming out for PC very soon. It's out on Steam soon. I would probably wait and play it on that if I were you. Well, I'm glad I spent about three quid on it on my phone then. Well, no, you've, you've, you, if you'd have played it properly, which you never do, <laughs> you would have enjoyed it. <laughs> Essentially, it's like a kind of horror slash fairy tale with all these. I just got lost in the woods. Yeah, well, that's the point. You do get lost, and so you have to look for certain clues. And there's certain audio things that will then guide you to where you need to be. And then there are little puzzles, tax puzzles. But there's also a companion app. The companion app's like a dictionary, like a kind of guide to the mythology. 
but then that combined with the game then reverses around and it gives it a different meaning and it is brilliant and it's very innovative and again deserve to be on the list so uh, don't I, play I, it in the rain sat outside a train station then with no sound on yeah no. well it was sound on but i couldn't really hear it over the train yeah that's that's probably 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 the best way to be i wasn't on a train i was near some trains Last time I fetched short stay from the train station. There you go. Um, sport category got a laugh because um, Dara Breen was hosting and did say it was some, something ironic about having a best sport game on a gaming system. Uh, FIFA won that. Quite right, too. Um, it, when I looked at the list, I thought, what a terrible year for sports games, really. You got F1 2013, Football Manager 2014, Ooh. Sports 5, Grid 2, and NBA 2K14. Get Forza and Grid out there, not sports games. They're driving yeah. about games. Exactly. It is a very weird subject where it's just like, oh, just put, put some things that are competitive, that'll do, put them in. Uh, last of Us won Story, uh, which disappointed me because I, um, I wanted Gone Home to win that just as a laugh. Yeah, uh, you'd have been wrong. <laughs> I would have been wrong. I would have been wrong. Uh, and yeah, here we go. Here's my other favourite category, Strategy and Simulation. Did you, did you see who won this? Is this the One Papers Please one? Yeah. It beat Civilization Brave New World, Democracy 3. Well, uh, Civilization X- Brave New World is not a game, so that shouldn't have been in there. That's DLC. Well, it is, but it is essentially changes the entire game. You play it as a separate game. With Democracy it. 3, I would argue, is better than Papers, Please, because I played mm. it for slightly longer. Um, Both of them got most of an afternoon of my time. Papers, oh. Please just bothered me, really. It, uh, I found it overly uh, fiddly. Yeah, yeah. touchscreen would work well with point. that. Four's a five. What's, Here's a funny thing. You what, know, hold on, hold on. What? Kind of the point, it's over 50. What's fours or five in there for? All right, sorry. It's simulation. Strategy and simulation. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Using the Xbox, try and load Forza with your voice without saying Forza. It won't recognise Forza as Forza. And that bothers me because it's one game I can't launch without saying it wrong. So that bothers me. But then Jerry Clarkson says Forza. So I think the game just wants you to think it's how to pronounce Forza. Uh, Surgeon Simulator 2013, which is neither strategy or simulation, but it has the word simulator in the title, so therefore qualified. Add XCOM Enemy Within. So, uh, yeah, papers please. So a little indie game beat all of them, which I thought was... Well, Democracy is an indie game. It's not very little, is it? That was just the judges being a bit wanky, wasn't it? I don't know. I, I, I gen- See, I tried papers please on this machine. It didn't work. Then I played it on the Falcon, and then I got a mouse for the Falcon, so I control it a bit better. And I really, really liked... How comp, how kind of fiddly it was, because that was kind of the point, really. It was, it was awkward trying to do mm, it all. It's just not awkward to do that in real life. If you were checking them, you just have to remember stuff. If it was just my memory that was the problem, I would have been a bit forgiving. But it was just. Fiddly I think it will work them. much better on a touchscreen. If yeah. they ever bring it out on iPad, or even the Wii U would be the ideal thing for that, because that the, the touchpad. Yeah, but it would be spot on because your touchpad thing would be your little desk. And then you'd have the screen. That would be brilliant. It's the ideal machine for it. Or the DS. Either of them would be spot on for it. Well, we shall see. We shall see. But it's, it's had, they announced this week, it's had 500,000 downloads of that game now. Mm. So I'm, I'm pleased because it does deserve to have an audience. Yeah, oh, yeah, very yeah, I mean, and that was just one fella made that, wasn't it? Yeah. So what's he now a million? And he, then? He'd have made it a lot quicker, but he kept moving all his things around on the desktop and it took him ages. I know I'm naive now, but would that guy be a millionaire? And I always wonder, people like Biffle on uh, Thingy, he sold a lot of copies. Surely he's yeah. rolling in it. But I suppose it depends talk. how you, if you kind of, because I mean, with Mike Biffle, 
he's constantly buying Lego and 3D printers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, that's and paying tough. Danny Wallace. Yeah, mm. I think to be honest, with if you're making a game that does well, there's going to be cuts going out all over the place. So obviously, if you're on Steam, they're going to take a cut, and if you're on Sony or whatever, so you have take a few it. hundred grand to his name, wouldn't he? Which yeah, in my yeah. Mind I mean, but ultimately, I suppose if you make one really successful game, the pressure's then to make another one. And you would reinvest that money, surely, so you didn't have to then be out of pocket. So you'd live oh, you'd be in Mexico before you knew I'd it. Just carry, I'd just think, ah, splendid, and then just yeah. carry on going to work every day. Yeah. I, I don't think, I think if I fluked across one really good game, I don't think I'd immediately think, oh, that makes me a game developer now. But then, in terms of Mike Biffle, though, he has been a game developer for years. Yeah, it's a bit, so yeah. For him, that wasn't really? Involved. The man who says that he made Thomas was alone with his learning how to program folder, and that's the only thing he's ever done. Yeah, he, no, he, he no, worked. No, he's learning Unity folder. Oh, right, Teaching okay. myself Unity, I uh, think it was called. He, did, he worked for Blitz Entertainment on a few games and uh, did other bits. So yeah, he's uh, he's worked in the industry for a long while, but not made his own game from scratch himself. So, so that is that. Um, Watch Dogs might be getting a beta. Uh, a beta. Or beta, I don't say beta, I'm not beta. Beta. On, it's beta. Beta. Uh, yeah, well, you, uh, you, yours never, I can't ever tell if you, it's a test of a game or you're suggesting I go after my ex wife with stick. So, um, Watch Both. Dogs is going to have a beta. Beta. Uh, or maybe. It's basically, the file exists, you can download it uh, at one point at 23.07 gig. Uh, it's going to have up to eight people free roaming. And might be going out to test with people, which would be good. I'd like to play that and give it a go. If only we had a man who could sort us out that kind of access. What are you yeah. saying? Get us on Watchdogs. It's Ubisoft, though, isn't it? Steve's. Yes. Steve don't like Polish up your French and get us on Watchdogs. I am tempted to ring them because I've got a number. Do it. Then give them a call. Speak Find to them in French. Ring them up. Have a chat with them. Give them some go. French, por favor. They just yeah. tell me to uh, after. I don't think they, they, that French isn't just the phonetic alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? <laughs> Who said that? Uh, but yeah, Sony have announced a new type of disc format. Have you seen about square this? Oh, about time to. They never mess around like this, do they? What is it? The mini disc? No, it's, um, it's a new laser disc. No, Blu-ray. Ray. It's the archival disc. Yeah, the archival disc. Capable of storing up to one terabyte of data on the disc. So it does look like it's probably never going to go into a games machine, but uh, in terms of storing uh, um, smut, if you've got lots, or <laughs> downloaded torrents. Martin Magnetic Tape videos. is shitting himself because he's about to go out of business. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Panasonic and Sony are joined together to make an archival disc. The logo looks like a tribal tattoo. Um, but yeah, it's uh, launching in summer 2015. So. If you've got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of pictures of your dinner on Instagram and you'd like to save them all to one disc, you'll soon be able to do it. Uh, Amazon... GTA 6 is going to be ridiculously big. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Uh, it's just the whole of America. Yeah, and there's nothing it. to do apart from just get shot out by... I'll be moaning about our... our uh, instead of Trevor, it'll be Kever or something like that. Kever's missions will just be flying across fucking America for nine hours. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, so um, there's rumours now that Amazon's game controller is going to be looking like a load of horseshit. Uh, there's photos coming out. It just looks like an on-live controller. It looks a lot like an on-live controller, but even worse and even more blocky. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, 
you imagine a square... Well, it's on our website. Start, you could send them there. Oh, yeah, get on the website. I didn't know it was on the website. Yeah, it's the uh, front page on our website. There's a big old picture of it on the homepage at the moment. So, yeah, it's an awful-looking controller um, with... Eight, basically, it takes two A batteries. There's a diagram that says, put me in the back. Uh, what annoys me, both batteries go in the same direction. That's not right. They've done that wrong already. <laughs> you have to start, You have to go one going one way, one going the other way. Mm. It's just not right. Uh, so I don't think that's going to be successful because it's got rubbish battery organization. Um, and I don't even frankly care whether Amazon makes console or not now. Even if it does work with Kindle Fire HD tablets, don't care. Sort your batteries out or we're not buying. Uh, well, those of us who own a Kindle Fire HD would probably buy one. Well, regardless be... of the battery situation. Well, I, I suggest you don't. I suggest you protest. Mm, probably won't. Hold a protest. Not been made yet. You can, you can still protest now and say, look, I will buy one, but only to sort that out. I'll make them an offer. It's within them to do it. Three pounds. They refuse the offer? We'll discuss it off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, PlayStation Now, obviously, is coming. Who's moving the microphone? Sheepdog. Somebody knocked mine when she left the room. Thanks. Call me a she, and I'm back. Continue. <laughs> right, PlayStation Now uh, may be offering game rentals um, instead of just a streaming download catalogue. Uh, some listings. Have what shown is up. the difference between those two things you've just said? So one, you would basically with a streaming service, it'd be like Netflix. You could pick a game and just play it. Right. With a rental, you'd pick a specific game and then pay for a specific amount of time. So at the moment, the three options are one day rental seven-day rental, and 30-day rental. Okay, so again, on the same... That's exactly how on live used to do things. Yeah, or probably so it's still looking do, like do things. seven-day rental will be about £5, which isn't too bad. Uh, most games can be done in seven days, and uh, I'll, be, I'll be watching that because it'd be interesting. If they did a, a kind of... It does make me think if they did do an all-encompassing multi-pass, kind of that would be a lot more expensive than I expected it to be. Uh, if they're charging five pound per game for a week, mm. it's going to at least be twenty twenty five quid. But we shall see. We will have to see. Now, who here likes McDonald's? The restaurant chain, or just people called McDonald? Colin McDonald, the guy that was emailing us. Old McDonald, the farmer. Yeah. Anyway. Um, in any in any event, the answer is yes. Obviously. Yeah. Well, McDonald's are part of Nintendo to bring out Mario related Happy Meal toys. Mm. And they all look splendid. Now, Sonic, am I going to have to buy a load of McDonald's food just to get toys? Well, you don't have to. You can just go in and pay them a pound and get the toy without the meal. Sometimes 50p, sometimes a pound. Uh, so that's what I did this week. So I've been getting the Lego cups. They've got <laughs> kind of lenticular Lego cups. So I've been buying them for my kids. Um, but in the past, they partnered with Sega and made little Sonic handheld games, which were always shitty little LCD games. But what I really wanted was a, a range of Sonic figures for a shelf that didn't cost me 20 or 30 quid. Well, this is what they've sort of done. So you've now got uh, Mario in his pipe, which is an embosser. So he kind of pushes his head down and it all then stamps some paper for you. There's Donkey Kong with a projector in his barrel. There's a, a mushroom, which makes the sound of the mushroom when you, you bang it. And uh, a Mario with a, a block and a coin, and the coin is held floating between the two with magnets, so you can kind of spin it around, Ooh. which is rather cool. So when do these start? Do I have well, to go and get McDonald's tomorrow? Uh, very soon. So then you also just get figures of uh, Toad, Mario, Yoshi, and Luigi as well, so you can um, enjoy the, the final pros of the year of Luigi with a figure. 
And they're going to start on the 19th of March. So kind of next when Tuesday, Wednesday next week, running right through till April 29th. So, it's so if I have months. one McDonald's a week, yeah, I'll be all right as long as I throw the bread away. That's it. Yeah, you'll be fine. But they do look, I mean, obviously do have a, a cursory Google form. They do look like quite nice, chunky little figures. They don't look like a load of, uh, load of rubbish that they've made. So I think there'll be a lot of people hopping by McDonald's and just getting a, a cheapy little Nintendo collectible. And the big advantage is um, you, you're not spending a huge amount of money and you can buy chicken nuggets while you're there. So that'd be I good. always forget to, fish finger happy meals. That's where it's at. I always forget you have other options. You don't have to have the nasty burgers. A fish finger happy meal a week. And they actually don't look bad, do they? I'm looking at them on the internet now. No, they are quite good figures, I yeah, think. So. I think I reckon every, uh, every Tuesday for the next six weeks, I am going to be uh, bringing some fish fingers home. Yeah, then when we go to Rest, is there a McDonald's near Rest? I imagine there's a McDonald's in Birmingham, yes. Yeah, then I that suggest, would be my guess. <laughs> if anybody wants to meet us at Rest and they want to bring us a fish finger and a Mario toy, uh, we'll all have one apart from Steve. He won't eat any food somebody else has touched. He'll, he'll, he'll insist Where on washing it first. Because you wash your bananas. If Kev even says he's touched a Coke can, you'll believe in good in. grooming. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But no, they look like quite good toys. And they do. so, uh, they look excellent. Uh, Titanfall, uh, they've start, already started talking about potential DLC for it. They've announced they are going to bring out uh, paid DLC for the game, which is like, to be expected. Uh, one of them might bring in giant monsters to fight, uh, a bit like Evolve, the new game for Left Dead people. Uh, in the art book for the game, there is uh, footage of like giant kind of legged dinosaur things. And so potentially is a future of almost like Pacific Rim where you can get into a mech suit and punch a dinosaur in the face, which would be be good i'd enjoy that um a new forza game could be on the way is it forza uh, horizon it's a sequel to forza horizon that would do me maybe. i prefer that to normal uh, forza these days there's some concept art doing rounds on the internet for a game called forza deep south and the game art looks like it's set in the bayous and swamps of louisiana which could be a really cool setting for a racing game uh if nothing else the opportunity to have princess and the frog <laughs> crossover and have voodoo races and things but um, i don't know that i want that in forza i just want to drive <laughs> around some streets rather than racetracks yeah. racetracks is... i've decided are really boring having played forza horizon between five between forza four and five yeah so this the the concept art they've got there's only two images but they suggest they've got kind of modern cars but also some like old 1940s related cars which are quite cool uh racing around in swamps with dangly trees and yeah it, it does look quite splendid so hopefully they'll announce that at well e3 i'd imagine would be the first option to announce that properly um angry birds is getting another spin-off game this one will appeal to steve and anna this time uh they've had they've done uh, angry final fantasy is that what it's going to be called it pretty much is yeah it's called angry epic and uh, it has turn-based combat and a big RPG mode and classes and all sorts. So, yeah, it could be something that Steve would actually have to like. As no, I'm just not the interesting I'll have Angry it. Birds. Is it a mobile game or are they going Plants vs. Zombies style? it will be a mobile game and then they'll probably charge 30 quid for it on a console. Ooh, later. I'll have that one. So, that one <laughs> must be better. Uh, Peter Molyneux, my friend, my, uh, my, my, my buddy, uh, has apologised to people who have played Goddess 
And uh, I appreciate that actually because it was a complete waste of yeah. twelve minutes of my time. I really and seven quid of my hard-earned cash. So let's see if in the in the issues he's addressed. See if any of these are issues you found. Um, he said it was a click fest. You didn't really know what you were doing or why you were doing it. There wasn't enough variation in gameplay. Not many people playing the story, and not many people playing multiplayer. Yeah. Boom! All of the above. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at least here's the thing. So has he made it about something now to so fix now all that problem? He's, he's now going back to the complete foundations and saying that the actual mechanic of the game is fine, but the motivation and the direction isn't there. And so this is the exact. This is why I think these open alphas as such or these kind of pre-release versions are quite useful because they would have released that like that because they, as a studio, they knew what they were doing when they were designing it. So for them, they made it and thought, that looks good, it's working, let's sell that. But actually giving it to people who then go, well, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? What, what's that all about? Why is the point of this? It's then allowed them, for version 2.0, to go, all right, well, let's change this. Let's start changing that. Let's make this a bit more focused. And I think that's a really interesting bit. And when we interviewed him, he did say the whole point of it is it's terrifying because you're opening it up to people criticizing it. But at the same time, that criticism can help you make it a better game. So hopefully the next kind of version or the version after that, you'll, you'll enjoy. And uh, if you don't, let him know. Tell him. Tell him why you think. getting back on the show and I will. I ain't doing well, it any other way. If you remember, we were I was going to go down there, weren't I, to the studio? I'll come with you. And, um... and the time that we were going to go down was when Guildford flooded. <laughs> and I thought, bastards. You reckon he staged that then to avoid having to answer some difficult <laughs> no, questions? I think, what happened was, I, yeah, think he just I think he just clicked the land too much. And the water just came in. That's what happened. Uh, goddess in joke. Yeah. Brilliant. Put that on so should we, all, uh, should we all head down there then? Oh, I don't know. Are you just going to sit there and go, your game's shit, why is it shit? Uh, yeah, I'm going to ask him to justify <laughs> what he spent the last two years doing. He just has, hasn't he? He's just said that... No, he's just said, I'm sorry, it wasn't very good. I'm going to ask him why it wasn't very good. What was he thinking? Because well, it's quite obvious. They made the game and knew what you were supposed to do when you made the game. This is how it's going to pan out, Bouncy. You've seen that episode of The Simpsons where Anki Herb comes in and gets home to design him a car and it yeah. sends him bust. Me yeah. and Kev are going to turn up as the common man gamer. <laughs> He's going to listen to us at first, and then he's going to send his entire team to just listen to me Basically, and Kev. Basically, what Goddess is going to have is turn-based combat and loads and loads of Excel databases. Yeah. Bra being undone lots. Yeah. And I like to click and, a lot as well. And it's going to have an open... One-handed gameplay I'm a big fan of. And it'll have a closed beta that Anna will love, but when the game releases, she'll stop playing it. Yeah. I'll be able to skip all of the story. And, and it'll come it with more. a loot chest... And loads and loads of collectible toys. And it'll only have one bear in it. It's not for you, Bouncy. Yeah. Common man. Have something in there I want. Um, I like Costume Quest. I believe you did as well, Kev. Costume Quest? Um, I've never played it. Mate, Anna Dance. Yeah. Oh, Anna liked Quest. it. I've got it, but I've never played it. Get it played, because they're making a sequel. Oh, I'll just, I'll just play that then. Uh, there's a great, there's a great quote from Tim Schafer, who's another one of my favourite uh, game developing people. He went, so, "I'm not going to do his voice." The last couple of years, whenever Halloween came about, I felt like something was missing. This is no matter how pumpkins I carved, apples I bobbed, or candy I ate, I just couldn't feel the big spooky hole inside of me. Then I realised what was missing, and he did well. Costume quest, and also I really wanted a t-shirt with glowing skulls on it. Um, which I was. Nice way, of, nice way of saying I want to make a new game. 
and that's quite a way of saying I needed a few quid to buy a new yacht, isn't it, really? Well, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's making cool games. Well, it's whenever he needs a few quid, he goes on Kickstarter and gets 10 squillion pounds off people. Well, his, his um, adventure game is brilliant. Uh, I haven't uh, finished playing all the way through the, the Bix, the second bit's not out yet. But when it does, the Double Fine Adventure, I will be talking about that a lot more. But it is splendid and, and well worth the money that was invested in it. But ultimately, what he does with Double I mean, you think he they made Happy Action Theatre, they made Costume Quest, they made Stacking. I mean, the variety of stuff they make is unparalleled. There aren't many studios that are as creative in terms of saying, well, let's just make that game. Also but, made Brutal Legend, though. So, you know. Do you know what? For all of its faults, you take out the real-time strategy elements of Brutal Legend, underneath the hood, there's a really good concept which didn't quite work. Um, and I, I, I don't dislike that game. I still played it through to completion. I dislike that game. Well, you dislike a lot of games, though. This you? is true. I'm, I have um, a very discerning gaming palette. You do. You do. Uh, and as part of that gaming palette, you may be interested to know that there's a, a, a portal board game coming. Very much interested. Continue. Uh, Only portal. if it has working portals in it, obviously. <laughs> it's, got, it's called Portal uncooperative cake acquisition game uh, is being developed by people who've made the Walking Dead board game, the Batman Arkham City board game. There's a Walking Dead board game. There's a Batman Arkham City board game. Buy me some board games, somebody. Well, they had, I think they had the Walking Dead and the Batman one at Loading Bar. Um, But yeah, so that's on the way. It's being made as well with people from Valve who are uh, helping make the game mechanics. But basically you, uh, you get to test in different test chambers and stuff. Uh, as part of the game, and then try and win pieces of cake. And I think the dice... So it's a cross between Mousetrap and Trivial Pursuit, then, by the sounds of it. Sort of, sort of. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a it's a board game based on Portal. And mm. uh, as you saw at my birthday last year, I do like a good, expensive board game based on a video game to put on a shelf and then not touch because I don't have any friends. So... Uh, we'll uh, play your board game with you. At Bioshock, oh, that one you've got? Back, yeah, Bioshock Battle for yeah. Columbia. Yeah, I've looked at it play. loads. I've had it all out of the packet and looked at all the pieces and then put it all back and thought, but nobody's come around to play it. for a game night. Yeah, now. I sat at my friend's house and played a Game of Thrones board game for like seven hours straight. I'm up for a board what game. What is wrong with you? It was a good game. It was bloody good, that game. Oh, anyway, yeah. It's like 60 odd quid it cost him. It was really good. Yeah, they are, the, the good ones are, are expensive. Uh, we're doing board nine. game. We're going to do board game nights at the shop um, in a few weeks, and uh, I'm hoping I'll make uh, some some good acquisition shortly after. But the the the, the Bioshock one, I just want to play with people who like Bioshock, though, because there are a couple of people I could have around, but they don't know what Bioshock is. That kind of defeats the whole. I know what Bioshock is. We'll come around. My cousin's okay. been calling it Bioshock Infinitive, and it's driving me. I know I get game names wrong all the time, but I think it's a family thing because he keeps calling it Bioshock Infinitive. Right, yeah. talk to me about the Walking Dead game because I'm looking at loads of them on Amazon. Right, it's, it's basically the one you should be looking at is the one that looks like the artwork from the comic book. It's, I think, a white box with red writing on it. I can't remember exactly. Walking was... Dead, The Best Defense, is that it? Don't know. Is it a white box? Box? Wrap no, this up and talk about that off air. The fellow off of the uh, waving goodnight to you. Shall we all say goodbye to Anna, everybody? Bye. There you go. My laptop's in there. Now we know. One thing I will say about these board games is they <clears throat> they do kind of just 
lean on their name a bit, obviously. Like the portal one's not going to really feel anything like playing a portal thing, is it? Well, the, uh, the, the, the Battle Columbia Bioshock game is quite cool because it was made before the game came out. They, mm. uh, they got access to the studio and all the development stuff. They were allowed to make the game while the game was in production. Like, I mean, so, some of them. I don't, because the Game yeah. of Thrones one oh, is very much Game of Thrones y, yeah, stab each other in the back them, and stuff like, like that. They are just a random board game with yeah. random each other. This one, they've got divergent timelines, but certain times during the game, uh, Booker and Elizabeth will do something that will change the effect of the events of the game. Mm. And then you'll play down a different timeline. So you could play it six or seven times and it would be a different game every time. I like that kind of thing. Ooh, That's very, very good. Walking Dead Monopoly. There you go. Like, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you, really? Yeah. You wouldn't want a big, elaborate game. You'd want Monopoly. Fine. Walking Dead doesn't have the real kind and I of... want the Monopoly that has the credit card machine in as well, so I don't want to mess around counting money. Walking Dead Risk. Oh, really? That looks good. Like the governor. I've got Transformers Risk at home. Never Transformers played are it. stupid. Yeah, I was never a fan. My mum just got it for me because it was a version of Risk that was cheap. Um, I've never, never played, played Risk. I've always wanted to learn. You've never played Risk. We'll bring Risk. that for the game now. You're supposed to be a nerd. Yeah, I just... I, I, I've seen, like... like Steve said that there are loads and loads of like kind of special edition versions, and I've always looked at them thinking, oh, I should buy that. But the downside is when you, like, again, I don't it's have many. It's a game of strategic game. conquest, don't you know? I, mean, I do know. But, uh, yeah, so it's, I think we should, we should do that perhaps once a fortnight for a board game night around my place. Yeah, let's do it now. Well, I'm not at my place now. <laughs> Neither are we. We could all travel there now. I can't. I've got my children. One in the morning. I have to go uh, to a party in nine hours. No one has to go to a party. Well, I have to because my daughter's going to it and I have to go there and wait for her. Why? I don't really know. I didn't really query it. It's a bowling party and it starts at 11 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Did you know, if you uh, are not at a bowling party tomorrow, you can find us, in fact, probably if you are as well, you can find us on Twitter um, by searching for... MGUK podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K, and Anna's at Miss Lelujo. And I'm at Bouncer Orvin H after the second B. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast, or you can find us on the internet itself at maturegamerpodcast.com, or email us steve at maturegamerpodcast.com. We always want you to review all four shows. That's review. Yeah, that's the show this show, out. the last episode, the episode before, and the episode before that. Can somebody review best thing, or can eight people review best thing from? Get together amongst yourselves and decide on the eight people to put forward. Because the most recent review just says, "What was it? Something like it's all right to pass the time." Um, yeah. And plus, we're Better like eight nothing. Off, yeah. or words to that effect. Eight off from a hundred. Better than sitting in silence, <laughs> marginally. <laughs> Helps me while away the hours. Yeah. Talking to the flowers, whatever that song is. Um, but yeah, we're eight off a hundred. So I want to get to a hundred, damn it. But also, yeah, just update, uh, update all of them. The other and don't shows. forget, when you're doing all your uh, board game shopping this week, which I assume you will be now we've whetted your appetite. Um, whetted. Maturegamepodcast.com slash Amazon is where you want to get your board games from. I hear they have the best board games of all, including The Walking Dead Risk. There's only one of them left, so if I don't order it, you've got to, because I want that out of stock by Sunday. Get your MGPX tickets, or just absolutely confirm you are definitely coming. So or just list. write us a cheque and send it to the usual address. And don't come. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, to be honest, once you've paid, not that bothered if you come or not. Just, and, uh, if you, and if you want to come and not pay, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. just pay what you want. I said this to Nikolai on the uh, on Twitter. He was but like, you oh, have to actively pay nothing. 
Don't yeah. just turn up on the day because then we might have cancelled it because no one's coming. We, we had that last year, if you remember. Those, that tramp kept walking in, didn't it? We had to keep pushing him out. Yeah. And, realize and here you are co-hosting <laughs> the show now. One <laughs> 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 bear. Um, See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. <laughs> Bye. 